This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X and today we've got Zanidra and Rook because Aldino, poor Aldino, uh, he, he's been sick, he's had work, and now they're redoing the asphalt right outside his window. So... We're missing him again, which is unfortunate because this was, this is this was his episode to come back and say, "I told you that Summoner was OP," and <laughs> and he's gone for it. But hopefully, <laughs> the the powers that be will not prevent him from being here next week. So um, he's today, just trying to be a hero to your ears, you guys. Yes, yes. yeah, he's trying yes. to save you from the terrible construction noise. Well, and he doesn't want to have to be sitting there like hitting the mute button every like two seconds, right? He'll start, like, I have a really good point to make. He's like, hold on, Jackhammer. We're just going to mute this, and we'll just, just sit here for a minute. It. And Zanidra in the editing ed- ed- editing afterwards, she's just like, I hate everything about this right now. Just, <laughs> you know, having to cut out little chunks of of Jackhammer I mean, mutes. It could be worse, right? Yeah. If, if, if all I have I to guess. do is, is cut out, like, little sections of, of nothing, it's really obvious where that is. That's, that's true. true. That's true. That's fair. Um, so today we've got live episode gets hoof. <laughs> That's true. We'll we'll see. We're, we're gonna try and not be super long, but there is a lot to talk about. Uh, we've got the trailer for the patch. We've got a live letter. Um, I got emotional with this with this trailer. I think you know we we've talked about <laughs> we've talked about five point. Why are you laughing? Because uh, of what Why? I told you earlier. Please continue. I'm not okay. laughing at you. Uh, I'm laughing at myself. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then that that makes it all better then. Um, <laughs> the trailer for this patch. There's some other like details in the patch that I think like eh, I don't know about this, but the trailer. This is everything I wanted 5.1 to be. This is like this is we're getting answers to things. We're getting the next set of trials. Um, okay, so first off, we've we've got uh, it starts off with uh, Ruby Weapon, which is piloted by somebody. Um, I think right now that the theory right is going to be the uh, the twins from um, Gimlet Dark, potentially because we haven't seen them in a while. They're probably up to something. Um, but the the idea that the entire like weapon trial arc is basically just like Gaius's backstory on like yeah, so all that stuff I did with Ultima back in in two point is coming back to bite me in the ass, and now we have to deal with all this other stuff, uh, and Big that's wolf. super awesome because. I've been wanting Gaius back forever. So we have that. Um, they got the... Uh, <laughs> I had to laugh. The uh, the track for the Ruby weapon that they showed us. It's uh, another mix of the Ultima track. But with the lyrics from the uh, orchestrated version. So you have that Heart heart of Sabiq in the in the background there. So obviously, you know, that's going to be... I'm curious if they actually took the, the audio from one of the concerts and mixed it in. Because it's that would be it so cool. Like it could be, yeah. They're like, oh, we have this audio. Like, we should totally just use this, yeah. Um, so that's really cool. I'm really excited to see what they do with that storyline. To see a little bit more about Gaius. We'll see more about the, you know, the weapons. We'll get a lot of lore from that. Um, and then we progress a little bit. We see a little bit of uh, the uh, I, forget, I keep I always get the the name wrong. Anemnesis <laughs> Niter. Um, which is like actual legit like Amarat runes, not like hey, I mean, it sucks. Like look what I made with magic. It's like actually 
like Amarat, um, yeah, talking I'm about actually, creation I'm so and stuff. I'm excited about that because we, when we first were getting information about, you know, the fact that this was going to be another dungeon kind of set in Amarat. At first, I was a little bit disappointed because I was going, oh, I want to see, like, the shiny Amra. I guess if we have to go through some old, dank ruins that are just full Give of water legit, and stuff. Legit OG Amra. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of amazing because when you think about it, everything that we know about Amra from the actual, like, I don't know, envisioning that Emmett Selk creates is something that he has controlled to some degree. Like, you know, we know that there are some outliers with the, his vision and memories that he's sort of created. But this is going to be, like an original building that's untainted by sort of his own his own twist on what he's trying to do <laughs> the cat agrees <laughs> the cat full-heartedly agrees um but yeah i mean this is this is the thing like right we come out of 5.0 and my my brain is just like i want to know everything about amarok <laughs> because it's such a crazy area right and then we get like this weird castle that's just like, all right, that's cool, I guess. But now we actually are going back into Amarant. Um, and then we're getting flashes of just so many, so many things. They're talking about, so, you know, they show some stuff with, with uh, a nighter. They talk about, you know, vessels for creation. A little bit later in the trailer, we see us holding what looks to be like Aurasite, which is like, oh, hey, remember that? Um, and Boys then. Never? Yeah, sure do. Right, yeah, and so then they have that. Um, we see running around with Sid, and oh, I should have looked this up beforehand. Uh, she was a character in the Evilise uh, quest line, the uh, the Aura woman. Um, she's I here. I not tell you her I name. For, I forget her name. Um, but she's here. So that they're bringing Evilise right back into to the lore with all this stuff, which supports my reasoning of why. The near raid is bad, and all the collaborations should be in series because you're not gonna have two P showing up to help Sid later on in like six point oh. It's just it, it's not gonna you happen. Know that. I mean, maybe. Don't. No. 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 <laughs> no. Not, no. no. Maybe. I mean, probably no. not. With all the you know like first source <laughs> stuff, but you know. That's that's the benefit of it, right? Is that it is separated that way, so. Good. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, though, the Evilise raids, this was actually one of the things from, and I'm sure we'll get into this more later, one of the things from the trailer and the announcements that completely caught me off guard. The fact that Evilise is still going to play a role in this story. And I mean, it makes sense mm -hmm. because obviously we know that Dalmasca exists and, you know, is a part of the world and that it's a region we could explore more. But I was not expecting them to continue this storyline outside of that 24-man. And the fact that it's now a requirement for relic weapons, the fact that it's showing up in our trailer, mm -hmm. that it has all this story that might still be affiliated with it, it makes sense because we did get some massive reveals about, like, the Zodiac Warriors. And, and, and we did have that cliffhanger and... at the end that people are like, what is this? This is really weird. Why would they have a cliffhanger like that? And yeah, now we know yeah. why. <laughs> So it does, it makes sense, but I was totally caught off guard with this, completely. I mean, people are going to be trying to get those done. If you haven't finished them, make sure you try and get all of those done beforehand if you want to start Relic and you want the story to tie mm -hmm. in, you know? Yeah, so so we see uh, we see us and Sid and the, the Evil East girl uh, running around what looks like some kind of Garland installation. Sid's coughing, probably Black Rose? Maybe? Don't like, I don't that. know what else it yeah, would be. Right? But I mean, Why? like... We know Sid, you know, they would the go to something. try and 
stop more more uh, production of Black Rose. Um, and then this is this is one of those like we, we were talking to this a little bit before the show of like bad trailers for movies that like ex- like show off everything. We have the Crystal Exarch kind of like grab his crystalled arm right as we see all of the science teleport in around Sid. So this also includes Reen. So I guess they're back on the source now in this patch. Spoilers. Right? Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I don't think they're on the first. There's no Garlean installations on the first that we know of. Uh, That would be weird. don't exist. Yeah. Um, Lots of lore. Lots of, uh, you know, Yashola talking about uh, the imprint of the the soul and the mind and the relation between that. Um, Then... Then they just they just drop drop the bomb. Um, we get clouds, we get Dalamud, and we get the meteor shower from 1.0. That's I why lo- I was. Laughing. I lost it. I lost it when I saw that. I was just like, because we, we saw. Yeah, I personally yeah. had some uh, PTSD for my character <laughs> right right in that moment. That's why I was laughing right. earlier. Because you were like, seen... I'm so emotional. I was like, me too. <laughs> we saw, so we saw Dalamud, right? It's in the key art for the patch. I'm like, that looks like Dalamud. Okay, that's interesting. But then they show the, the meteor shower, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> okay, oh, so yeah. we're answering that now. Yeah, like, all of these things are tying together. And I think, like, exactly like you were saying, Fusion, this patch, I was not expecting this from this trailer. Like, when this trailer came out, I sat there going, Wait, hold on, what? And I had to go back and rewatch it like five times because there's so much. It feels almost like it is like an expansion, you know? I mean, and it's not, obviously we're getting this in a patch, but the fact that there are these massive revelations and we have this tie-in between, um, I mean, obviously we know with Dalamud, we're going to the location where a lot of this project was sort of created and we are, um, you know, trying to go see in the ruins where Sid's father died. All these things are tying in with like our relic weapons. So all of that is really relevant. And then we're getting into this stuff here with the possibility, right, with the murals of Heidelin, this idea and discussion of the imprint of the soul. There's been a lot of, myself included, sort of um, hypothesizing that this might have something to do with the theory that the Warrior of Light may have been one of the original summoners of Heidelin, and that some of these memories Mm -hmm. that we're accessing may have something to do with, like, the downfall of Emerot and what led to this, like, you know, collision. So getting these, like, overlaps of the imagery of the destruction of Dalamud and the destruction of Emerot and whatever's happening with the the Crystal Tower, it's all very, very tantalizing in a way that makes me whip out, like, 50 tin hats to just start, like, putting them all on (laughs) to try and pull it apart. You're you're swapping hats like Koji singing uh, Mugglemug at at FanFest. You're just like, all right, here's this tin hat, here's this tin hat. Um, it's really interesting too, I think, in the trailer. So we 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 have the clouds roll in. We have the, the meteor shower. This is over the crystarium, is where we first see it. And then there's this like kind of cut or transition where I mean, it that looks makes like sense, it makes sense, right? Does it though? Because not, 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 not for that particular world, but for that area. Lakeland and Wardona. Twinsies. Well, maybe. Yeah, but it's also, you know, the other it's on the first instead of the source. So that's that's, that's interesting. Not for the world, right? but yeah. for the area. Yeah. Um but then we have this this kind of like cut where it looks like maybe it's also in Garlemald 
or it's just showing Amarat again. Because um, we, we've got this this scene, right, where everything's kind of burning, it's on fire. It reminds me of Amarat, but then yeah. they have this scene right there, too, where you have Xenos walking around. Mm-hmm. So either it's in Garlemald, or he's checking out some Amarat stuff or something. Um, so I'm really curious to see um, the how they... memory is just confused. <laughs> Very confused, and it's smooshing stuff together. I forget where I put this meteor shower. I'm just going to put it. Was it over here? Was it over here? I don't, let's just put it in both for now. We'll just, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'm really curious to see what they do with that. Um, also, during that, too, we've got that that classic here, feel, think, you know, all that stuff, which that we haven't had in a long time. I lost it. I talk about the tin hats coming out, and I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that the first time I watched it. When I watched it through a second time and I started looking at how they line up all these different things, right? And I would advise people, like, go watch this trailer, like, ten times because I think they have put everything in an order very specifically, right? Like, we get this discussion of, like, the perfect ideals, the concepts, um, which is really neat because it also kind of draws from ancient philosophy and Plato and, like, these ideas, right, of the ideals. Um, This idea of ideal concepts being stored within what we think might be site, but we're not 100% sure, right? So, like, could we find a template of the original summons of Zodiac and Heidelin? Is there something else there? Are there memories locked in it? And then we get um, another one that was interesting, this, like, flash to the Serpent of Ronka, the crystal, that if you have done that little side quest and you're going yeah. through Raktika, there's a huge, massive hunk of site there in the, in sort of the swamps. And uh, we see somebody, like, lighting it up or accessing it. So is there something hidden there? Are we then going to, like, follow all of these? And then we get this discussion about an imprint on the soul that could last so long through lifetimes that we, you know, it would still resonate even now. And then all these flashes and then, of And then you get and the meteor shower and stuff. Like, yeah. it's so cool. Like, every single thing is overlapped in this way that I think is really intentional. Um, and I am so curious, like, if the Dolomit stuff is going to trigger our memories, if it's going to be, like, this journey. I, I think, well, it, you know, something else that we haven't had for a while either, right, is is getting an Echo, right? I mean, yeah, we've had, like, you know, the Asinian and, you know, some of the roleplay stuff, but, 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 like, a legit, like, we need to tell a story, not just, like, give you, like, this fun little bit. To, like, this is, like, you know, like, kind of like 1.0 used to do. All these cutscenes, you're like, oh, okay, did, was this an echo? Did, when did this take place? Like, it's kind of that level of like, oh, okay. So you have Shola talking about how, yeah, so like, you know, our souls, right? Our bodies aren't as old as our souls, and maybe it just took us a long time to remember something. And then they're like, hey, like the meteor showers in 1.0. And by the way, here they are. <laughs> um... But yeah, the 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 scene in in Raktika too. Um, remember, we are gonna get the Kitari uh, Beast uh, Tribe Quest too with this, so that's probably gonna tie into there. Um, that's true. That's true. So you actually see the 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 Kitari I think we do. in yeah in the he's image he's kind of in the, the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've been wondering like what they're gonna do with that because those are big obvious crystals in the middle of the swamp, right? You're like, what are these for? These aren't just pretty. These are for something. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much. This is this is the patch that I wanted 5.1 to be. Um, it's just there's so much stuff. You gotta in spread there. it out, man. You gotta spread it out. I I I, I know, but it, it 
it feels like 5.1 got nothing for story progression when you look at all the stuff that they're jamming into 5.2. Well, but yeah, then we again, had so much stuff. We did, but I would also say that like this patch feels almost more akin to I mean, look, the patch cycle 50 plus gets a lot of a lot of critique for very very serious reasons because the feast can never happen again please take it out make it go away with the rework but the the ending of those leading into heaven sword were some of the like biggest patches like all mm. that stuff where you're fleeing and you think all the scions are dead and like i remember that being like my jaw dropped you know because it's crazy and with the patch cycle that we got with stormblood and stuff there weren't really as many big moments that I really remember. There were some even that I was like, eh, the story is fine, I guess, in these. <laughs> and so I'm so excited that, I mean, we're finally seeing something again where the patch cycle is really propelling the narrative in a way that I think is everybody is just excited about. Yeah. So like 5.1 aside, I think this is yeah. a big one just for a long time in the game. And I, I think that with like it, the, the, the distinction too with, with Stormblood is important too because you had Stormblood where... You know, we get Heaven's Word, right? It's like, oh, Ishgard. All right. So then they say Stormblood. And it's like, okay, well, clearly this is going to be Alamigo, which is the one other city that we've known about since 1.0, right? We're finally going to go over there. And they're, they're like, oh, also the Far East. And we're like, oh, like, that's really cool. But then when you get into the story of it, Alamigo's story kind of feels like it got cut a little short or it wasn't as good as it maybe could have been if they had focused just on Alamigo. And so because of that, there was that weird kind of split. But I think with with 5.2 now, it's, yeah, we went we're, we went to the first. We weren't really expecting that. But right out the gate, they're like, we're going to start addressing questions. This is the answer questions expansion, right? And, you know, now with 5.2, with this trailer, with the, the meteor showers, it's just like they're really getting into it. Um, so I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, and she has also said, too, about the main scenario this time around that the cutscenes are very long. Um, so it's like patch day. <laughs> if you're doing MSQ, don't plan to do anything else because there's a lot here, um, which is making me wonder you don't why. You know my they life, couldn't... Yoshida. I can do all of it. Oh, yeah. I'm t yeah, right. I'm told I cannot wait to, to do the MSQ. I'm just, you know, hold my calls, cancel my meetings. We're doing this. Um, What's sleep? I'm going to order a pizza. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. The pizza will fuel me. The pizza place is awake. It, they, they deliver at 2 a.m., right? That's Coffee, pizza, computer, like a big pair of glasses that just keeps my eyes open. I got this. Let's go. <laughs> you got to get the glasses. Uh, from, what's what's her name from Incredibles? Uh, the, 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 the one that the makes little... all their costumes. Like yeah. the little lady, oh, like the designer with the giant. Edna. Edna. Yeah, you got to get yes. the, the big Edna glasses. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, I'm super I'm excited about Make a jug of that. coffee. Yes. <laughs> I love the story. Like, for me, the story is one of the biggest things that I look forward to with the patches. And even though, I mean, honestly, I'm super pumped for the new raids. I think the designs and everything look incredible. The new fights look awesome. Um, all the stuff they that do. we're going to cover as we go that, over it. That having been said, I do want to express disappointment that we're going back on the roof again. <laughs> I wasn't that crazy about... That could just be for a cutscene. No, that's a, it was a fight. That was a fight. There's a fight that they show. You're fighting like a flock of like white birds and you're dodging stuff. That's a fight. Yeah, We're going back like on that. the roof for a fight. But they're very mysterious about that. 
because the figure, my guess is that it's our warrioress of darkness, right? Or this, uh, sorry, I should say the emissary of darkness. That's my guess, but they really obscure her. And then we get that one little line during the trailer where it says like, the light, it's too much for her. And then I was going, are the birds from the light and they're attacking her, but we also have to avoid, them. but what is happening there? So yeah, yeah. We're, on the, we're on the roof again, but I feel like there is some kind of bigger reveal to that because they very much like obscure what we can see of it. And I mean, can I just say mm -hmm. she is fierce. Those heels, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> ah. Oh my God. Sometimes just... you just need a pair of shoes. And See, I, I, I think my my reaction <laughs> it's it's part of it is that the the second fight in in the first chunk of Eden was my least favorite, and it looks like they're reusing an arena, which is also seems lazy. Like what's I... really funny is the <laughs> caster show we had while you weren't here. All of us were like, we like the second fight the best. I know, <laughs> and and you're allowed to. It just wasn't my favorite. I think yeah. I think mostly in part because the first one was Eden, and then we had awesome remixes and crazy iterations of the primals for three and four. That's why it's yeah. my least favorite, right? I hope um, we see something happen with that arena because I agree. I mean, yeah. if we only get these four bosses, and especially with in kind of being unique in the way that it handles raids, and that it's not like a wing, right? So there's not you know mm -hmm. ads and all kinds of stuff. So really, the variation that we get <gasps> is the boss. And the arena that the boss is in, and the mm -hmm. mechanics of the boss. What so it's like those three we have things. to remember. Like we're remembering these these primals to restore the earth. Maybe we have to remember that fight and do it again to restore this chick. You guys are like, what? I don't know. Eh. We're I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying you're wrong, but it just it well, feels it, very much like. It, it, you know, it, we keep saying how, you know, the some of the job uh, quests felt very copy-paste. It almost feels like the um, the order of the, the raid stuff in, in Eden's Verse is going to be the same, right? We'll get something that we haven't seen for one. We'll go back on the roof for two. And then three and four are primals again, right? Which oh, is I like... hope not. I don't know if they will. I don't. Although... I don't think we can say for sure until we, like, really get yeah. into it. And Zed, while your thing did make both Fusion and I go, mm, for a second, I mean, maybe. Because we do know that what we're doing... Yeah, I mean, what we're doing, we're trying to, like, invigorate an area that has been over-flooded with, uh, saturated with a type of Aether, right? So, yes, like, she technically, if, if we are assuming that, you know, she has been suffused with darkness and that her Aether is, you know, tipped that direction... We could possibly be trying to save her in one of those fights, or she could just be real mad at us and I mean, try to punch us. I, but I'm personally hoping it's like a between fight. Uh, that's not really part of the Eden uh, necessarily, like for raid tiers, but some sort of like, I don't know, separate hmm. trashish fight. Uh, that's well, not no, they, involved in they, the Savage. There, there was a party in there though. I think. Up on the uh, roof yeah, fighting but you it. Can, you, you can have a party working on trash that's just, like, part of the MSQ. Just something new and different entirely, you know? It could. It could. I will not rule anything out He's because like, we have been rolling out a lot <laughs> of you're, talk, you're talking about a phased instance with a full party? Fusion is like, there's no, no way. No, that's not a thing that they do. That's, that's not a thing that they do. Didn't I just say new? New. New content, they, Fusion. 
No, they wouldn't do that. No, they I mean, I do, do think it's probably a raid fight. It, especially yeah. because it just wanted to give you hope, and all you want to do is no, because they bad. wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. There's, it doesn't make any sense to do that. No, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see some kind of shift with that, right? Well, I, that said, uh, what if it's something like, um, what is that thing with the, the 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 Asian in the purple place, chrysalis? What if it's something like mm -hmm. chrysalis? Uh, they would have announced. That's that's. There is a that's... secret one. There is a secret one that they didn't tell us about. Right, and and I it, we're gonna get into that in a little bit, but I can already tell you what it might be, and it's it. That's the thing though. Like if we were gonna have like a secret trial, like on top of the roof, they would say it here, and we would be doing it at the beginning, and it wouldn't be coming in in uh, five point two five. It would be with the rest of Eden. Just thoughts. Just thoughts. Okay. Okay. She um, doesn't want me to have a fun ability. time. No. No fun allowed. <laughs> There's no fun in Final Fantasy. It is not a game for children. Only serious times. There's no you anywhere in it's Final Fantasy. You have the F, you have the N. You gotta make the, the U yourself, right? To make the fun. There you go. Alright. Um... There's a couple of extra Ns. Turn one upside down. Oh, okay. How did this? How how know. did we go so far? I don't know. Oh, all right. Uh, so that's the trailer. <laughs> There's Somehow. a lot of things that happened, and we have a lot of feeling. I mean, yeah. Um. So we'll just we'll just dive into the the, the giant bullet point list that is the live letter. Um. So we're gonna have new new MSQ stuff, obviously. Um. There's a lot of cutscenes. So grab yourself a coffee. Grab yourself, you know. Some drinks, some snacks. You're gonna be sitting here yeah. watching a lot of cutscenes. Um, we're gonna have the the new uh, Kitari uh, tribe quest, which look like they're gonna be in Raktika. We're gonna check out the tree again, um, and we're gonna get a great serpent of Ranka Mount. So is it like great, though? It's like in a barrel. It's, it's, it looks it's like it's in a bag. It's in like a bag or a pot or something, and it you just like ride it around. Yeah, I'm curious. Because how do you not? feel about it? Do you like the pot, the pot serpent? <laughs> it looks weird. Yeah. It looks, looks like weird. A I'll take box. it. Da, 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 da. Maybe. I, yeah, it, I I, it looks weird. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. And it was funny because for something that's so beloved, I feel like when, yeah. when people saw the little pot serpent, everybody kind of seemed to also go, oh. Well, the, the trick is, right, because it is, like, not big. So if they want to incorporate that somehow, they then need to take that tiny thing and make it bigger so that a Rogadin can sit on it I mean, and I thus guess. a pot. <laughs> I almost would have loved to them do something like where it grows up or it has almost like it shares a yeah. um, like a model with the alt-right or something. Yes, and he's just like this big go. silly boy and he's, yes. he looks really ridiculous. That would have been a lot of fun. We have I the mean, fat chocobo. Now we need to get the, the fat alt-right. In my head, it looks like like an iteration of the Jabberwocky or something. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And long and stripy. Yeah, I would be um, so into that. <laughs> so the Katari uh, tribe quest; these are going to focus on gathering. This is a very gathering heavy patch. Um, lots of gathering stuff. Um, it's interesting to see that so early on too. Yeah. And yeah. It does. I think they said you will need to have at least one gatherer up to seventy to start these. Correct. So if you haven't yeah. done that, you should get on it. 
I was I was a little surprised that they locked this to Gathering. I feel like they did probably well, it's... to balance the fact that like Ishgard had a focus on crafting to start. But I mean, with Arnamazu and things, it was both. So it was a little mm -hmm. strange to me that they put up another boundary for this. And I was well, it, both yeah. because I only have a weaver up to 80. So I don't <laughs> have a crafter. Well, that's that's the thing, right? Any beast tribe sure. for sure. each expansion, right? It starts at whatever the cap was going in and it ends at the cap that was the end cap for that, right? So any, any Shadowbringers beast tribe stuff, it's going to start at 70 and take you to 80 and then that's that. And then 6.0 will take you from 80 to 90. So um, it's not really surprising in that regard. It's interesting that there's no crafting involved, but... Uh, there's also a lot of stuff. I mean, we have all the Ishgard stuff for crafters. Um, so this is the the other side of that, I guess. Um, and we'll we'll get into that again here in a little bit. Um, with all the, the DM stuff, there's more stuff about Ishgardian restoration. Do you think they'll um, skip crafter beastmen entirely? Yeah, I could see that. Because we, we don't really need it, right? No, because, I mean, we, we've got... Uh, I mean, this applies to, to, to gatherers too, but we do have the Crystarium deliveries. Those are something you can do. We do have uh, the special delivery quest now, which we did have in Stormblood. Um, but yeah, we have the whole all the Ishgard content, which that's it. That's like that's the gathering or the the crafting content for for this patch series, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess I just as somebody who's not really a crafter or gatherer, this kind of choice feels very strange to me because I can understand logistically mm. why they're rebalancing it. You know, the idea that, yes, we have Ishgard, yes, we have these other things. But we also know that Ishgard, at least initially, they talked about the fact that they're going to be using it as a crafter-gatherer endgame, right? So over time, we're supposed to be getting these portions that are going to be more difficult, that are going to be a challenge for if you yourself you know mm -hmm. um have maxed these out and you're really into it and you're into the rotations and figuring things out and high quality and all that kind of stuff right so for me i would rather almost see them keep more doors open to keep getting people into crafting and gathering well keep, and keep like in mind too that with with diadem um they're gonna i mean i think they said uh diadem you can access uh at level 17 so i mean once you you know you essentially learn a little bit about crafting you'll be at 17 from a few leave quests and then you can do dm and that's you know some pretty big content you level up through that if you want to start doing well, DM is a gatherer's island though right have they announced they're yeah. doing all some crafting stuff with it no like no okay there's so a, like... but 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 ishgard stuff you can do low level crafting for ishgard i mean it's true it's just it's very strange to me to make like this beast tribe something that is only gatherer specific when I think like both the crafters and gatherers could use that as a way to like, supplement yeah. and do story from 70 plus. I mean, there's a million ways that you can level. So that's not as, like, yeah, it's as fine. easy as crafters are to gather <laughs> together to level. I feel like gatherers are even easier. They are really easy. Yeah. Um, something that and again, uh, I, I don't think we mentioned this earlier. Um, some of the stuff uh, was translated um, from the people over at the uh, Final Fantasy 14 uh subreddit discord so i want to give them a shout out because we still don't have any official translation or anything from square enix because why would we um which reminds me we actually did skip over Bitter. we actually i am i am because this is something um they used to do a really good job covering what was being presented in the live letter in more or less real time right they would have the forum threads that's true now they just throw out a like tweet every delay. Yeah, now they throw out a tweet like every 15 minutes when they show something else new, and then it takes them like another week to put out like the official digest. Um, 
So at the beginning of this live letter, I didn't bold this. That's why I, I totally didn't notice this in the uh, outline here. Um, Yoshida took a few minutes and started talking about mods and third-party tools. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you are somebody that has their ear to the ground a little bit more in the community, you'll know that things have happened. People have been banned. Um, tools have been seen. Um, and he's like, hey, like, you know, don't do this. This is you know, against TOS, you will get banned. Um, you know, that kind of typical spiel, right? Um, except it was only in Japanese, and anyone that doesn't speak Japanese has no idea that he said any of this. Um, this is, like, the exact kind of thing where if they were still doing live letter coverage like they used to, they would have had something about this right away. Um, and to not have, like, a forum post timed, you know, in other languages about this, I feel like that's kind of weird. Um... You know, oh. Yoshida, Yoshida talking about the um, illegalities of some of the, the mods that people have been doing. Um, like, clearly it's a big issue, right? When you start to talk about, like, legalities. Um, so to not have, like, something else prepped for this, this feels really weird. Um, and hopefully they can do better in the future. I, you know, I don't know how else to say it. Like, it, it feels like they, they kind of dropped the ball a little bit on this. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Right after this, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, there are so many fan translations, and I think that they yeah. have probably decided, oh, you know, because all these different official, well, not official, I'm sorry, let me get that out. It's right. not these yeah. unofficial resources translated. We don't need to. But I do agree with you, Fusion, in the fact that, like, if there are big things that are important and set a precedent in the community, and also acknowledging that big your game issues. is an international game, mm -hmm. I mean... Those are things that should 100% be translated, posted, and officially yeah. put up. Because no matter what, an unofficial translation is all be that. And there may be mistakes. There may be errors. Correct. There might be right. somebody who comes in that translates it one way, but that yeah. translation is totally and, not and, exactly And not that we're, we're knocking the people that do take the time to do this stuff, right? But it no, is no, no, not no, no, no. an official translation. Um and I want to clarify, too, here, Silent in the chat saying maybe something happened that no one knows about, but he was speaking generally. No, there's some stuff, like, people were doing mods for Reen, which are, that's, she's yeah, underage, that's a huge thing. Um, people were auto-placing markers in fights, um, which brings me to the next uh, thing that they added here, which I think is overreaction. Um, they are letting you now have presets for markers for fights. Um, so you can have five uh, presets saved. Uh, before a fight, you can basically, after you set it, you can click a button and it'll drop all the markers down. Um, you now have eight options. There's A, B, C, D, and one, two, three. So you can put those down before a fight. Uh, you can't place them mid-fight. So if... Right, yeah. So this is this is them overreacting, I think, to some of these exploits that they've Indeed. seen. Um, you know, people are, you know, they're like, uh, oh, like maybe, you know, the marker was in the wrong spot and you wiped. So now you'll be able to save it in the right spot. Yeah, but how can I set it in the exact right spot if I can't place the mid-fight? Or how can I tell people which tank is going to blow up at the end of the near raid? I can't. So uh, what if somebody pulls early? Too bad. Um, so I, I feel like this is something that, they're, they're, yes, they are doing this, but I feel like they're going to backtrack before too long on this, they're going to realize that maybe this wasn't a great idea. Yeah. In the last Hopefully. year of raiding, uh, a lot of, the, at least two of the fights, you needed to change the markers between the first and second uh, yes. the face change. You needed to yeah. change them. 
Well, yep. if you have you a phase now? change, if you have a phase change where there's downtime and an animation and you're just sitting there, right? Yeah, if it, if it's like an like the I'm trying to think of, of a fight that does it, but you know, like there's some of those phases where if you wipe, you can restart from that point again. That oh, will two. let yeah. yeah, those will let you do that. But if you're in the fight, if you have engaged, you cannot change your markers at all. Is and that's is what we've terrible. heard. Yeah. Because I yeah. mean, it's it is funny to me there I mean, obviously there's a lot that goes into this. And I think that we've seen, especially with a lot of um, Japanese companies, there is this um, very close control of the titles themselves. And yet when you compare like Final Fantasy XIV to something like WoW, for example, where mods and you know extensions and add-ons and all these different things have been essentially embraced into the game itself, and even sometimes become official features of the game. And there, you know, are ways that you can automatically get whatever code and all sorts of stuff that you need to like create these tools that you can use. It does bring up this discussion in Final Fantasy where we're going, okay, so it's already basically impossible to create add-ons, but now with mods and things, um, I mean, yes, we get into legal issues with non-safe for work mods, but when it comes to things like using tools in a fight, and trying to, you know, tackle content that is extremely difficult and that is very mechanically based. So we're using even tools in the game to, you know, mid-fight put down different things so we know how to pace yeah. our strategies. It's funny because we got a good thing from this, which is that, yes, I think marker presets are great. Yes. But then we get this bad thing, which is, well, because we don't want to enforce or endorse any of these outside sources and we don't want to create ways for people to create legal versions of these... Yeah. Now we're going to make it so that you just can't put down markers mid-fight. It's so unnecessary. They gave yeah. us the solution so that people don't need to use that third-party uh, tool anymore. Why also then add this this thing to stop people from using that? You have given us the solution. There is no more problem. Please yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's really it. interesting coming, coming from an 11 background, right? Where we had the windower, right? And all the, the plugins that that had. Um, and Square, it, it took them a while. They finally did implement some of that kind of stuff. But with 14, it's been that idea of, you know, early on, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll do add-ons. And then they just haven't. But they've incorporated a lot of quality of life adjustments. So we don't really need them. And so, you know, then you see, uh, you know, clips of people doing Alexander Ultimate and markers are just appearing and disappearing. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. Um and for Square Enix just to come out and say, okay, well, you can't do that mid-fight now. It's 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 an overreaction. Like, that's that's it. Like, they're overreacting to this. And I think the amount of people using it, nowhere near, like, the justification of making this kind of change. And I think this is something Especially that... It was for Ultimate. How many people do Ultimate? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's niche content to begin with. And so I think this is one of these things. I think before 5.3... They're going to come back in one of these sub patches and they're going to be like, this was stupid. We apologize. You can now place markers during a fight because it's just it, it's unnecessary. God, I hope so. It just yeah. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. It's I, I do like semi band-aid. They were like, here's two more markers. So maybe you have enough markers for all the markers you need the whole time. But it, it's not going to really work even because some of the marker placement, you need to see the different phase change for before you can right. put them down. Or, or, you or if like you're dives like like dives in uh, original coil, 
you oh, had yeah. to look at where stuff was and those marker placements were not always well the and same. and and you know i and i made a point on twitter too how do you make that initial marker set because you can't place them during the run if you're going in blind you're like in a fight mid fight you're like okay that's where that happens i'm gonna place them oh i can't put a marker there so hopefully the preset i make is correct if not, we'll just have to wipe a million times to make sure it's right. Like, it's just, it's so Don't get me wrong. Dumb. I'm excited about this placement thing because yes. there, yeah. there have been times where I'm like, what's that there? I'm not, I don't, uh, I think this is right. And then it's not, right? So. Yeah. This the is this is like is a two steps forward, one step back kind of yeah. thing, right? The, the preset is excellent, but it does come down to this discussion, right? And I, I think this is going to be something that they really have to try to figure out. And this is the first time they've really addressed it, like, directly, which, again, Fusion, I think, would have been great to have this, you know, really written up in official language that they want and then put somewhere so that yeah. content creators or raiders or... And so, you know, so to, just to clarify, it. too, they they have put this out um, a month or so ago, I believe. Um, I want to say they updated the material usage agreement and they had put something in there about this. But that's just, you know, it's one of, it's like a, I don't want to say it's like a ninja edition, right? But it's like, okay, we updated the thing. Did people read it? Yes, maybe, maybe not. Um, but then to come out and have you should be like, hey, this is a thing. And then not have that. I mean, I'm hoping, you know, in the next week or, or so when the digest comes out that they have a little bit more about this. Um, but I just, again, I've, I have not liked the way that they've handled official uh passing of information from japanese to english or to you know the other languages with these live letters it's we're at 18 million registered accounts and their coverage their spreading of information to these other regions has gotten worse over time i think and that's weird it should be the opposite we should you know get koji in there do it and i know that's a pain and i know loke is busy but Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's We definitely need more of that communication. And it's great because, I mean, it shows that there is an awareness of these issues and there have been real problems that, that come up with this. But at the same time, we also have certain portions of the community who are saying, okay, well, then we need to be able to use these things because we're doing this content and we're telling you, like, mm -hmm. the ways to accomplish this content at least facilitate. Uh, being able to place markers mid-phase, doing this thing, having presets so that we don't have to use these third-party unsupported apps. And the idea of whether or not there's a parser in game is a debate that has gone on and on and on and on and yeah. on, right? And it has its pros and its cons, and I yeah. absolutely acknowledge it. But I think that this rather, you know, rather than just doing things like this where, you know, now we see this strange choice to not let you put markers down mm -hmm. in the fight... And, like that, like you said, feels like something that is kind of a knee-jerk reaction to these mods as opposed to saying, okay, we hear that you need things, so let's see what we can do within the confines of our game to facilitate that so that you don't yeah. have to use this outside source. Um, and like they kind of, like you said, they kind of give us a little sum, but then with this other yeah. part, it's like, Okay, but I can't have seven thousand markers on the field. Everybody yeah, I, th I think I think yeah. real realistically, <laughs> and, the uh, the presets are great, right? It's nice to have. But five, if, five is generous, right? And I, and I five. I think I think the issue is that even with the presets, you're still going to have people using this third party tool that's automatically placing markers, um, which it is what it is. The presets are still nice, right? It's they're nice for groups that can use them. Uh, the cheaters are still going to cheat. Um, and you're not going it, to, it's, it can't be that many groups that are using this, right? Yeah. 
And so if they, if they didn't add that thing, people wouldn't need to use the cheat thing anymore. Well, not necessarily. If in the middle of the fight you could hit a button and it would change your markers in the game officially, but they why, you, why set up the cheat thing? Because Those it would be automatic. Sometimes. Those they things do. break sometimes. They Just do, but it's it's this you know, button. it's the same thing with having a, a program that does callouts, right? It does callouts and then places a marker. Done. Like that's great. If people that want to use that, they're gonna to continue to use it regardless of if they have presets or not. But why screw why punish the rest of us? That's that, that's what I'm getting at, yes. right? And the, the amount <laughs> of people that are doing this so is going to be so small, and then they decide that, yeah, exactly. Like, oh no, I don't remember where I'm going. Your party leader can put a marker down. You're going there for the next phase, right? Now you can't do that. Yeah, this and is honestly, this is. I used to use those as a, a teaching tool, right? Yes. So like if I yeah. was in a fight and I was teaching Sprouts, this like this isn't even a joke. I'm in a fight, I'm teaching Sprouts and I'm saying to somebody in the moment, okay, so we're gonna have to move over to blank. Like now we're going over here or we're doing this. And if somebody wasn't getting it, I'd be like, all right, look for A, I'm putting down a marker real quick for you. And like, I just throw a marker yeah. down or, you know, in the moment um, something pops up where, yeah, like there is something of note that people need to see. And so you're like, oh, quick, 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 I'm gonna put this down. Um, I'm sure I'm positive that over time they will probably adjust this because I'm sure the community yeah. will have feedback. Oh, yeah. I know. Like, but I, like I said, I'm call I'm calling it before 5.3. They're gonna undo this, and this is this is like if if you had to compare this to other content, this is like if they're like, oh, there's like a hundred people in the game that are using crafting macros. We're not gonna let you use crafting actions and macros anymore. This is that kind of stupidity, like knee jerk reaction. That's what this is. So this will be changed real quick. I can't imagine this lasting for long because people are going to be upset about it or they'll find, you know, a way to to handle this without, you know, killing that ease of learning and stuff for everybody else. It's just, it's... they should, yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised by this. Like, I feel like they should know better than but to do this, but... All of this goes to say, right? So the mods discussion, we could honestly have multiple episodes devoted to because oh, yeah. it is a big debate in all MMOs, not just 14, but all of this to be said, it has officially been stated multiple times now that modding the game in any way is not officially supported. And this even goes for ACT. We've, we've seen all sorts of stuff, right? So, I mean, as Yoshi has said himself, like use with your own discretion in many ways, but I would say, be very careful if you are publicly sharing the knowledge that you are using mods in the game. And this yeah. can even go for things like, um, you know, Twitter accounts where you're posting G posts, but you have a bunch of different mods on, or you may have non-safe for work, uh, non-safe for work mods or things like that. Just be aware that they have started to very clearly state that a lot of this isn't okay. And they don't like yeah. the way that it represents the game. So you may just you may want to keep an eye out. You may want to adjust where and what you're posting. You may want to be very careful, as always, with you know sharing the information that you're parsing or using it to lambast anybody, which is very much not okay, or any of those yep. different things. Um, use your mods at your own discretion and for your own private use. Uh, but be aware that Square can at any time because they feel like it say we said no about this and ban you for it. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. interesting. I mean, th this goes back to. Was it a month ago, a couple months ago, where they had just kind of quietly banned a few uh, dat miners and people were like, oh, they're using out of game evidence to ban. And I'm like, this isn't new. All you have to do is not break the TOS and brag about it. That's all. That's yeah. it. That's all you have to do. It's not hard. Like, I don't think Square Enix <laughs> has like active teams 
trolling around through Twitter and whatnot. But there are people, white knights. That they do. It's are... called the community team. Yes. <laughs> but there's well, what, like six of them. So there, there are groups of people not employed by SE who think it's their job to go around and be like, there's a mod in this picture. And they will report you. There are people doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know how you can get around that? Don't, don't break do the TOS. <laughs> and like, honestly, as players, and we always have to remember this, we don't know what's going on behind the scene. So, yeah. I mean, if this has become a problem for Square Enix, where, and Yoshi P talks about this during the live letter, there is a legal, like a legal ramification with some of these things that are being posted, right? Whether it's underage mods that are completely inappropriate or things like that. That can bring heat back on Square Enix in such a way that, I mean, they may start policing this stuff. I, we, mm -hmm. we don't know. Can they control it all? No. But it's one of no. those things where you should always be aware of it as a player and, you know, wisely choose how you're going to share that. Yeah. And especially and I mean, because they're talking about it now. Even if... about before where uh, they, they kind of... Like the designers like seeing the mods. They like seeing what what people want in the game, what people create for the game. But if people are going to use it for more than just clothes, it becomes yeah. a problem. Like Rick was saying. Gosh, yeah. what I would love, what I would love, would be to see them really officially open up some kind of channel with with the creators of mods to try to like create a better directed outlet for this, right? Where, I mean, yes, we could have people who are modders submit the stuff that they're doing and Square Enix could say, hey, we really like this hairstyle, let's put it in game or let's do, there are so many games now that are doing that. I mean, even looking at like Warframe, I mean, they have specific skins and items and cosmetics and all sorts of stuff where the creators who have created them and submitted them get a cut of the- of I the, can't admit, you know? I can't see Square ever I mean, doing that. Cause that was the point I was gonna bring up is ownership, yeah. right? Cause that gets real yes. murky real quick. And I agree that I don't think that Square is really open to that kind of relationship, but we do see these great design contests. We do see these sorts of things yeah. and we know there's a demand for it in the community. And if they could find a way to facilitate saying like, hey, let's talk about cosmetic mods. Here are the guidelines for how you can submit or you know, we're interested in seeing this kind of work and give these outlets or, you know, official add-ons with things like, yeah, what what do raiders want for tools? Great, this is a great tool. We'd like to take this from you and use it. Like, well, and, and I think <laughs> what they do now is is fair for facilitating that kind of need. I mean, we have, uh, you know, we have gear design co uh, contests. That's how we got the new PvP gear, which is awesome. Um, the pilot in the ruby weapon, I think, is wearing that, that same gear set. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, we, have, we have furniture design contests. We have um you know yoshida's talked a lot about what raiders want we've got the the weird replay thing that is super limited that Not i don't think a lot of people all. use we're getting the 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 marker presets which is nice he's constantly said no to a parser which i get and i love his reasoning for it with you know talking about harassment and that's fine um i i just yeah i don't know like would it be nice to have even more openness or more contest or something yeah, maybe but i just I don't it's feel pretty like limited. it's very limited. The amount of people who actually get like something realized from those and implemented is it's pretty small. So, I mean, but, but this, this, I, I don't think it's enough to say like, okay, well I didn't get my armor submitted. So now I'm going to go make underage mods. Like it, I don't think well, there's a connection no, no, no. to those people. That is, that is the huge jump yes. there. Yes. Those are two yeah. very different things, but I think that giving 
as I've, as I've seen in a lot of, you know, games or communities, I think that giving specific parameters and a way for people to create um, not only, like, redefines what isn't, like, what is and isn't acceptable within, like, modding or things like that, but it also gives people a very direct outlet to more things and have more options so that they're less likely to go out and search for stuff. And, of course, there's going to be people who still do those completely inappropriate things because... They want the experience of whatever they want the experience of. And I mean, I'm I'm never one to like, you know, shame people who are engaging in appropriate like creative endeavors that might be more on the adult side. But I mean, when we get into these issues of, yes, like these illegal mods and stuff um, that have these big ramifications, I think we would see less people across the board making a ton of different things that then just get thrown into this huge mess of stuff and be able to focus then more specifically on what Square Enix does or doesn't want from a mod, have ways for it to be implemented within their control in the game, and have ways for people to say like, okay, well, where are the lines with this and how will Square Enix dictate it? As opposed to it just being this huge amorphous thing that's kind of like under the table, but that they also acknowledge, you know, like, it, it would be interesting to see them try to do something. I don't think they will specifically, but... um I mean, even if it was I mean, like I, a special page of the Mog Station where there were user designs that they had. I think that you know, that, you, know, know. At, you know, you you talked a little bit about you know where the line is. I feel like that's pretty clear. Like with some of these designs, right? It's either like showing more skin, or it's just a, you know another another type of like t you know shirt or something. Like there's the line is pretty evident, and if people don't know where the line is, that's okay. That's weird. I think I'd like to think that people have a little bit more common sense than that, but um, yeah, I don't know where else I was going with that, but there you go. <laughs> Mods are bad. Don't break the, the terms of service. And if you do and you get banned, don't complain about it because they're in their right. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, moving on. Um, we are going to get the uh, cr new Chronicles of a New Era quest, The Sorrow of uh, Warlight. Uh, this is going to be all of the, the Ruby weapon stuff. Uh, talking about the the ruby weapon stuff with Gaius, um, I'm super excited for this this quest line. I'm like, I think I was really excited about the 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 four lords in in Stormblood as a, an eleven player because those were like some of the the end game content we had originally. You know, like Bayako and, and that stuff. Um, but more Gaius backstory, like yes, absolutely, <laughs> like bring it. I can't wait. Um, we're gonna get into. Uh, we have an official name now for the new uh, Relic Weapon Quest series. This is going to start in 5.25. It's called Save the Queen Blades of Gunhilder. Um, Zero Yuno in the chat said, What are your thoughts on a Relic being pushed out three to six weeks after pa uh, patch 5.2? Uh, this is the norm usually, so I'm okay with it. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff up front with this patch, so if they want to push some stuff back a little bit to spread it out, yeah, I, I kind of like that they push it back. I understand why some people don't really like it, but... They want everything uh, at once. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, apparently we're getting a, a whole lot of uh, cutscenes and whatnot, so enjoy them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it is interesting because I think this one, from what we're seeing, is looking very different than what we've conceptualized for previous Relic grinds, right? So I think like the idea of, oh, hey, why aren't they releasing it with the patch so that we can get more time to grind... We're not even really sure if that's what's going to happen with this first portion, right? It looks like from yeah. what we've heard and what what I've pieced together, and please feel free to weigh, uh, weigh in, everybody, if this is you know incorrect, that it's going to be specifically a quest that you're like completing, 
So it, we're going to be playing through story and, and what all encompasses that, we're not sure. But I think this first leg of it is going to be, um, from what they've said, easily obtainable by pretty much anybody who plays it. Yeah. So it looks like right now they're sort of doing something that is going to be very different from, you know, this long time consuming grind that we've anticipated. So oh, and it's it's nice. coming. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, so, yes, but at least so it what, what we know, what we know right now. Um, so uh, this series of quests is going to start in 5.25, which is the same time as the secret trial. Uh, I'm going to call it right now. I think the trial is going to be against uh, Noah Gabranth because um, he's going to be tied into all this storyline i think that's what that trial is going to be you go in you do some stuff at boja you fight him you get the weapon um in patch 5.35 we're going to have a field instance we're going to we're going to get back into that kind of thing um so it's coming it's just that initial step is going to just be a little more story heavy um we we skipped a part again too we got so wound up in mods <laughs> uh <laughs> Rewind. Uh, the Kitari Beast Tribe quest. I wanted to point this out. Um, they mentioned that there's going to be a split in there where you have to choose a path. And so once you do that, you can't then see the other option. And I hope to God this isn't the same kind of stupid crap they pulled with Eureka. <laughs> that is one of like my least favorite things, is that you have this fork in the narrative. Which is the canon choice? We don't know. Does Square... Who knows? I hope we don't have more of this in the future because, you know, you want that canon with the lore. What actually happened? Who lives? Who died? Um, choice is great, but at what cost? I mean, the thing is, though, I, I don't know if we've really seen any... And I, I have not... So I'm on the very last leg of Eureka right now. So if I mm. have missed something huge on this, please let me know. But... Like, yes. especially with side content stuff... <laughs> uh, with side content stuff or things, you know, I mean... We have what is sort of the main plot, which I would say is that MSQ, right? And then the idea to sort of push in these side quests that there could be some variation. I, I'm almost going to contradict you, Fusion, because for me, I love player choice in games. And MMOs a lot of times really struggle with how they reconcile the idea of, you know, agency in an RPG and how they create an experience that everybody has like simultaneously. And right now, one of the biggest weaknesses for me with at least like having alt characters and things in 14, right, is that you can have all the classes on one character. It's massively time consuming to go back through the story. And while the story is fantastic and having alts can be a lot of fun, especially if you want to play somewhere else or you're into RP or things like that. I mean, the fact that you are from scratch redoing literally everything, you don't get mounts, you don't get your hairstyles, you don't get the glamour that you've gotten, like, it's a huge time investment. So having some other incentives where it's like, hey, on this alt, you could pick different paths in all of this side content, I think would kind of be fun to have something a little bit different that you can explore. I I mean, that's if, just if me. One, if, if picking one option doesn't cancel out the other, then okay. But like, like with Eureka, it was like, does this character live or die? Mm. It's a hard like, oh. Like if I pick up Encyclopedia 3... What's it going to say when I turn the page to Eureka? What actually happened? What is considered the canon choice? That's the issue me. that I have. Right. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ivory Jazzman in the chat. Uh, can't you take the other path in New Game Plus or the in? Uh, probably not. Um, I don't know Maybe. about Eureka. Maybe but I don't. But right now, Beast Tribe quests aren't part of New Game Plus. Um, 
it depends on how big this fork is. Does it span several quests? Is it just a, one choice in a cutscene? I think it's probably going to do a few quests on it. Um, I'm middle but... of the road here. Like, I'm going to wait to see how it is. Uh, and I don't, I don't really mind the splits. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like oh, I it depends on it or... depends on what they are. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, especially me. in an expansion that's so focused on answering questions. Then now they're going to include like a like what if branches like maybe this happened or maybe this happened which one did? It's different for literally everyone. Like it could be both. No thanks. <laughs> it could be both. We don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. I don't mind splits. It. It's kind of like oh, I missed the other part, but I can also pretty easily look up what happened or ask a friend who picked the right. or taken alts, which But I also, made. once you make that choice, that's what happened for your character. You can't undo that. That's okay. I feel like you need to play, like, Dragon Age or something where... I've played, I've played games like that. I just you don't want them, that in like, my RPG. Hate I don't, have you I don't hate them. Game I don't hate them. I've played a lot of Telltale stuff, too. But I don't like that kind of storytelling in an MMO, especially when we're so focused on the lore and the history and what's happened. I mean, it does bring so up a good, question, be, a, a good point about the lore, right? Would you be okay if both the things happened? Like, regardless of what you pick, they both actually do happen. You just only see yeah, one. That's fine. All right. Okay. Yeah. He just wants it to be I, the real lore. Correct. I want every. I want all the options to be canon. I don't want one choice to have the complete opposite kind of. What if you know story unfolding? Both of those options are canon. Like the the live or die thing. What if both of them come to pass? What if it's like a a time wibbly wobbly? No. He just he just what hates you, all of my ideas. <laughs> he looks very excited about this idea. It's terrible. Like he loves it so much. It's mm. terrible. Yeah. I mean that is that is a good idea though, right? Like. Yeah, that you could, like these patches, uh, these paths diverge, but both of them canonically happen. But maybe like a character that I know from this path will later be like, oh hey, you know this thing and this thing, and you were there with me, or you know this other thing happens, or you have a very emotional experience if you go over here. Like that is a good way to do it, and not, I mean, as you said, make inconsistencies in the lore or things that later get retconned in a weird way, like if they ever decide that they are going to continue with any of the Eureka themes or characters, and then mysteriously somebody shows up who might be alive or dead. Like, it's one of those things where, I mean, some other games have dealt with that. Um, I know ESO had its own conundrum with that recently with the character. So it does create an issue to deal with going forward. Um, doing it in side content, I think, is maybe less of an issue, but how they handle it will be interesting if they keep doing it, and we're seeing well, them you know, and it, I, so. I think that the issue, like, you think about Eureka, or you think, you know, this, whatever this thing could be with the Kitari, it depends on if they go back to it, right? Um, which, you know, before Shadowbringers, you would say probably not. But now we're bringing back Crystal Tower, we're bringing back Ivelisse. Uh, who knows if they're going to want to pull side story stuff and bring it into the msq um and if they had options like that that's going to create an issue um do you then make two different versions of the story do you add more development time based on what people decided do you just say no okay this is canon and then the people that picked that and experienced that lived a lie like there's, there's no easy way to do never it did either yeah right yeah 
I mean, there's a <laughs> I mean, lot there's, of people who there's that option too. You don't get Grat, you know, you don't get Gratia crying at the end of the, the MSQ if you didn't do it at all. I mean, there's you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff to consider, um, and I th- I think they have better things to do with their development costs than to make branching stories off of branching stories. Um, but speaking of uh, Evil East, going back here um to the uh blades of gunhilder storyline uh yasumi matsuno is actually going to be in charge of this story um he's coming back since it does tie a lot into uh some of this evilly stuff it seems like um do you like details my friend you're gonna get them you gonna get all the details <laughs> gabranth is back oh yeah okay we're bringing we're bringing matsuno in mm. um so uh you will have to have done uh the return to evilly's quest series uh in order to uh do the new relic um which is it's it's interesting because you start off shadow bring you're just like oh this is like the crystal towers and stuff okay we should do that and then two patches later oh we need to also now do the other raid because they're bringing that in as well um which is really great to see because a lot of the issues i think um that i had with with heaven's word was Okay, you have Alexander, this giant aether-sucking primal and time travel, but he's on the side and it doesn't really impact anything else that's going on anywhere in the MSQ. You have, uh, you know, the Warring Triad, but it's just kind of up here on this floating island, doesn't really impact anything else. Uh, and we're finally getting to the point where it's like Crystal Tower, uh, Evil East, yeah, these are in the world. Things happened. This is affecting stuff. Eden, oh yeah, like this is going to have a big impact on the MSQ. And that's awesome. And I love that. Um, I, I adore it. I mean, it's something you just never see. And it's funny to me that people, I mean, already you can see people saying, you know, like, oh man, I had to do the Crystal Tower to do Shadowbringers. It's so ridiculous. Oh, I have to do Evil East. And it's part so of me hard. is like, I know. I'm like, just go do it. It's extra content. It's fun. There's cool yeah. fights. There's amazing music. I mean, sure. Is this maybe on one level a ploy to get you to do old content? Absolutely. But I think mm-hmm. it's smart because Final Fantasy XIV has done something with its storytelling that like almost no other game or MMO does, which is this idea of like, how can we bring this back? How can we keep this something that was, you know, time that we invested in narrative that can continue to pay off down the road? And how can we use this to keep building the landscape of the game? So I'm super excited they're doing Somebody who loves 12, I mean, having more of this world, I think is gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be so cool. And I'm so glad that they got uh, Matsuno back to work on it some more. And he has such a great, I mean, I just, I love the way that he sort of creates his worlds and lore and characters and settings and feels. So I think it's still gonna have a lot of that distinctive sort of character yeah and as this always is... uh it's a they've got new new players and they continue to get new players if you make an alt on any of the the new servers right now it's packed with sprouts yeah you will not see a mentor or a non-sprout anywhere for 50 to 60 levels uh so having something that yes forces people to go back and do old content especially if they haven't done it you know Eh, but also very helpful to all of those new people who haven't gotten there yet, because those yeah. things can get long. It's, it's really interesting too. Uh, the, the bit about uh, Matsuno-san, um, this this came from the the translations from the the subreddit Discord. Um, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make a bigger deal out of this. You yeah. know, Evilise is like, hey, Matsuno's doing this. Oh, crazy! We have this near raid. Yokotaro is in charge of it. Oh, 
And then also Matsuno's doing some more stuff that's kind of a continuation of the Evil Street. But we're not really going to make a big deal out. Like, that seems... All right. That's maybe, weird. Maybe they're, maybe they're being shy. No, don't tell anybody I it's guess. Um, so yeah, that's that's going to be our, our weapons uh, for... For Shadowbringer, so that'll start soon. I cannot Holy. wait for this. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at, um, go back and watch the trailer again. Um, I think any any well, Sid is uh, is going to be an MSQ, but there's a lot of kind of crazy side stuff. It looks like I don't know if that's going to be instant stuff with the MSQ or if it's stuff that's going to come as you know a phased instance for you know five point two five. Um, but we know at some point we're gonna have that we'll have that trial. I think it would be against Gabranth. I don't know who else it would be. Or you know we do have that that in the the trailer the cutscene with the with us kind of like looking like we're gonna square off with Dalamud. Okay, um, could Fight be something. My like own that. memories again. Yeah, I, yeah. It's there's so many crazy things, so many questions that we have about Boza uh, just overall. Um, but the way they talked there. about it. They, they made it sound like uh, they're taking some stuff from Eureka, but also they realized that Eureka in and of itself was yeah. a lot to do. Maybe not challenging, but still a lot. So they are simplifying mm-hmm. it for us in some way or yeah. another. They weren't super they're, specific. They're, take, they're taking the better parts of the content, uh, yeah. which is And I think Eureka great. had great parts. I mean, Eureka has yeah. a lot of promise, and there were things about it that were so cool. So I think streamlining it and driving that story more and helping people like get into it just a little bit, you know, more organically and with a little bit more flow could be exactly what we need to really see the ideas in Eureka shine. And they did yeah. promise us another uh, Arsenal-esque yep. uh, instance thing. Good old BA2, they, they're calling it. We were it, wondering so. if we, yep, we were, they were, we were wondering if we would get we it. it. We yeah. are. Good. Yep. Yeah. That's so cool. And and it's it stinks that so many people couldn't do it, myself included, because just the sheer time sink was so brutal at the start of Eureka. I yeah. mean, I'm just now getting to the point where I can do it. And I think the adjustments and balance changes that they've done for Eureka have been so great. It's so much easier to get in there and just level, even though like the instances are much smaller at this point. Um, but if we had been like that and sort of at that point when it was released... I think we would have seen so many more people getting to that Baldessian arsenal and really realizing that it's such a cool piece of content, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there's it's I I did a couple of of arsenal runs. Uh, we I don't think did I get past AV? I don't think I did. Um, but yeah, the, the amount of organization required for that is just insane. So if they can make use it fellowships to do it this time. <laughs> Your face. I'm sorry. No. Your face. I the the greatest. We'll, blow, we'll get the, to the that. We'll get to that later. Thing is that dark, terrible thing you told me? You told us fusion. I think is this what you're going to talk about later? The the thing that they did with the yes, fusion? yes, yes. We'll get into that later. That's under miscellaneous. It ruins my. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. We've got the new the new dungeon. Uh, Anemnesis a nighter. Uh, we talked about that a little bit. Um, we're going to have three new trials with uh, the patch. So we'll have the Cinder Drift, which is going to be the fight against Ruby Weapon. We'll have the extreme version of that as well. And then with 5.25, we're going to get a trial, uh, which sounds like it's going to tie into the Relic Weapon. I think it's Gabronth. I think it's going to be Gabronth. I, I could see it being something that comes out of that, right? I mean, there's a ton of possibilities right now. Um, 
even being, you know, further weapons or thing. But I, I think that they will probably keep the weapons to like a set because that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, weapons will be weapons are the, the trial series this yeah. time around, I think. Yeah. But um I mean, yeah, it would make sense for it to be some sort of notable boss or even just a Garlean or I mean Gosh, it could even be some kind of further extension of the Cape Westwind Extreme. Cape Westwind Extreme would be amazing. <laughs> it's yeah, I, it, you know, it could be Xenos. We did see a little bit of that, but um, again, you think about we're gonna have all the MSQ right at when this thing goes live on on the 18th. So it wouldn't be against Xenos. It would be with the side content, which again goes back to the weapon stuff and and. Maybe Gabranth? I, you know, I don't know. So, if if not Gabranth, it's it's definitely tied to the the new weapon. Like it's it's got to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Um, we've got uh, the new raid Eden's Verse and Eden's Verse Savage. Uh, you know, the biggest question is, okay, what primals are we gonna face, and Savage. how has our mind warped them this time? Um, so for for Ramu, um. This one's interesting. It's it's Ixion and Ramu and maybe a little bit of like Ralgar. Pegasus Centaur. How do you feel? I'm I love this. something. I'm gonna pitch something to all of you. How okay. do you feel okay. about like a very very attractive older gentleman who is also an angel, who is also a centaur, who is also I, Lord of Lightning? I, I think it's a How really cool mix of of ideas. I will say though, I missed the big beard. He has a beard, but the beard does not cover up the majority no, of his person, no, no, and that's a little no. bit of a bummer for me. Boy needed a hair trim. He needed to take care of that facial hair. It's out of control in his original design. I think you can I think... hide you can hide your entire party in that beard. Now it's true. And that and that could have been a mechanic. You're like, you know, you know, I remember this, no. this light, there was a lightning pony and there was this dude with a huge beard that did lightning stuff. The, it should have just been Ixion with a huge beard. Look, I I'm love this so, design. I'm, yes, I'm with I, I like I'm it. So I like it too. I like it. it too. I think it's really cool. I, if, if I had a, a choice, I would also have liked to have seen the return of the beard is all I'm saying. That's fair. I mean, fair. okay. I will raise you this. I have seen people bring up that... The beard is not completely lost because we do have the big fluffy Ixion tail, tail. on the back. Tail. So it's I like just, I just wanted him to lash out with beard. his beard, and you have to do an active time event to like get out of the beard. Like I just that's... have to say <laughs> that this is I was not I was not that excited about rehashing more of the primals again, and mm. there's really no reason for that because my favorite part of any Final Fantasy game is always the summons like 100% so I should have been happy to see them all reimagined. Yeah. I just think I just think that from the first set of the raid, I liked those fights. I had a lot of fun with the first Eden, but I didn't like love a lot of the reimaginings and then we got the okay. new ones for for this tier and I was like everybody looking so fine. Everybody looking so good. I cannot wait to go in there and get my butt kicked by them. Like I'm just. I just want to say real, real quick in the chat here, sweetly. Half the team gets lost in the beard, and the other half have to cut the beard to get them out. That's the kind of stuff I wanted to see with with a Ramu fight. What's your fight. favorite content again? Is it is it Hildebrand? Did you? I mean, I, I, I like Hildebrand. I mean, but yeah. how amazing would it have been if there was actually like a scene transition? where you do have to do that in this new version of the fight 
but then when the beard comes off, you realize that somewhere underneath the robe and beard, he's been hiding a centaur body, and he's just incredibly fly looking. Like that would, that would have been really good. I, I like point out because because it's such silly content, and you're like, let's have a beard fight, which would also be silly content. Yeah, it's like real but everybody it's, it's, looks really good. Garuda probably looks the most similar, which I was a little disappointed about. Like, I, yeah, she has it's more wings. Uh, yeah, it. right. Yeah, I was I'm gonna like, say we we have this crazy design for for Ramu, and then you get to uh, Ifrit and and Garuda, which is it's both of them in the same fight. We weren't sure yeah. if they you know if they'd be separate. These are together, which is cool. It's something new, right? You'll have maybe two at the same time but it's it's that play off of the sisters right for garuda right that's why there's two at the same time but the designs for them eh, they, they don't seem terribly reinvented at all this okay. particular uh, picture that you picked i'm i'm like leaning in real close i'm like this is this is the is official some, yeah but yeah. in this particular picture that you happen to pick i'm leaning in real close looking at if it's just like are those pecs or is that a lady no i mean it might pecs I mean, I think if it could be either one and it would make it would make sense, right? If it's yeah. if it's the a male, all right, or if if it was a male, if not, it's the sister thing, right? Um but no, yeah, I, I do just... think that if it looks good. Garuda looks very similar. It's I do think they could have pushed it further, right? Like my assumption is that part of why they have kept them fairly slim and humanoid is because we're fighting both of them. Yeah. Versus like Well, and we also haven't seen other. what they do yet, right? right. They might right turn into a motorcycle Wolf. or something for all we know, right? <laughs> yeah. If I get a beard and then just become old Ramu and then you get stuck in the beard and you have to cut it off and then you go straight into the next fight. Look, there's a lot of things that we don't know about this yet, but yeah. I am excited to see them both together. I do like the reworks. I think Garuda could have been noticeably different, but sh she probably looks the most similar. Um, but Ramu was a big, old, pleasant centaur surprise for me. Yeah. And I, and I love the the little bit of the music we got from that too that that remix of of that Ramu theme. It's so good, and I'm really curious now what they're gonna do with this Ifrit Garuda fight um, because yeah. Ifrit right was the only original Primal that didn't have any kind of vocals, um, mm -hmm. but they've also done some really crazy stuff with Garuda when they've performed it live. So, and what I'm I love about this, looking forward is that to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am too, honestly. Um, and I I think one of my biggest fears was that, we talked about this a little bit previously, that like with this next tier, I really wanted to see some more, I mean, some of those original fights, right? And we know mm -hmm. that at least uh, here in the first part, we had the the first two, and then we had obviously the two reimaginings. So we had the Levy and Titan. And I was kind of worried that here in this next set, we were going to get like, three of the primals people were you know guessing that maybe there were going to be even more of them so i like that they are kind of combining some of those iconic primals together so that it maybe will make room like for our later set to you know have some more original bosses or uh for us to have some fun with these other two fights as opposed to like you know just really rehashing all of the old primals through all the rest of the tier um mm -hmm. i'm excited to see them sort of combine them and, and change that up yeah I'm I'm really looking forward to see what they do with them. What do you think will be the last fight for this this leg of uh, Eden? Is it going to be Ramu? Is it going to be Ifrit Garuda? Is it going to be the bird thing? Or is it going to be the fight we haven't seen yet? My hope is that it's the fight we haven't seen. 
That's what I'm hoping, that they like reverse the order here. So maybe we start with the primals and then end with a more epic uh, final fight. Because I loved Titan as the finale, but personally, I almost wish that it had been reversed, you know, and that we had yeah. our first fight sure. last. Well, you know, um, you know, and that was the thing too, right? When it came out, everyone's like, oh, they're going to reverse it for Savage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no. But I mean, yeah, I would love to see that. I think that'd be really cool. I like kind of thinking of it as one big long ass thing. So it's kind of like Eden and then what's her face's dude carrying her around and then a bunch of primals and then maybe one or two extra fights. I don't think that's what they're going to do just from what we've even seen in this trailer. But that's mm -hmm. how kind of I was thinking about it. Yeah. Guess we're I'm really curious. I'm really curious what we're going to see. I mean, because... You know, we've speculated about that that rooftop fight. I think that's going to be one of the fights. <laughs> we've got Remu, we've got Ifrit and Gerudo, so that's one more. Is it going to be Gaia? Is it going to be something else? Like, I'm really curious to see what that other fight's going to be. I'm really yeah. surprised they yeah. showed us uh, that detailed imagery of the primals at all. I was a little well, surprised. Well, now that we're away from the first, like that first version of Eden, because before we had no idea what to expect, and then yeah, we get in, we're just like, surprise, "Oh, now we still. now we know it's coming." But there's still that one question mark. Yeah. So, and I think that's also I see in chat people mentioning that usually if they don't show something, that may be sort of the culmination. And I'm ho I'm like holding out for that because I think it would be really fantastic to have a huge surprise with that last fight, and we've seen the other yeah. three. So that would be really and I, cool. And I, and I feel there. like with, with this, I mean, this could be the end of the primals, right? I mean, we've got we've got earth. We've got water. We've got... We Shiva left. Everybody lightning. thinks it's Shiva. <laughs> but, but we have we have water already. But it's not like, ice. Do we need ice? Do we did Levy ice? did Levy crush me beneath his heel and and then like shatter the arena? No. So I need that drama in my life. <laughs> I need a savage version of just these stepped on just, my Shiva. Just, just take that weird giant ass ad phase from Titania and just replace it with heels. <laughs> just stomp it on the Yes. That would be my literal dream. <laughs> she, she just splits that would be... and everybody gets there you go. Everybody gets stepped on, and then we wouldn't even have to continue doing the Eden Raid set. We could we'll just, just, we'll just be like, we'll, we'll just mix Shiva Nailed with Yotsuyu <laughs> and <laughs> wearing Gaia's heels, and we're done. There you go. That's the that's the raid. Uh, Please, I mean, yeah. So maybe get my hopes up for this because now I'm gonna be crushed. <laughs> so maybe maybe the fourth is Shiva. Maybe it's it might be another original right thing with Eden, kind of like how we had the the two for. For the first thing, and then we had two primals, so we'll have two primals in this. I, you know, it depends on how kind of two formula they want to make it. Uh, as long as towards she's the first not a one. motorcycle, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, there's precedent for it in thirteen. I'm I know. <laughs> Zen's like, why no. do you think I have have said no. this? <laughs> but there's but there's no Titan Go Kart president, so I, I you know who who knows Shiva could be. Uh, boogie boarding. I, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who I mean, knows? I would not be sad. It, it's tough because I would love. I would love to see it, another Shiva fight because I do think she's yeah. amazing. But um, I mean, I wouldn't so be sad iconic. if we just get if we just get more original stuff, or we get to see some unique things like some savage 
almost uh like light wardens right because i love those designs yeah. or if there's They're... something else out in the in the waste that we just don't know about i mean that would be yeah. really Black cool is talking about uh bahamut fight i would love that oh that would be cool yeah that would be there's a lot that would of be interesting but i don't know how that would tie into eden right that know. feels like I don't, I don't even care i just because it's do it. it's because it's about the elements right it, that's that's the thing with the primals with with eden it's, it's the elements that you need now i do see this would be cool right so he just comes down he just gives you a hug and then you kill him <laughs> you kill him i mean if we're gonna oh like gosh. put a whole bunch of stuff together for ramu light and dark I do see here in chat the idea of combining some of the ice things or things around Shiva. It would be super cool if we got a fight that maybe had um, like Kreisfelger, Shiva, and Fenrir in it. Like some kind of wombo combo dra of dra those dragon, three. dragon Shiva. Like that would be so cool. Or like I could get behind that. Get some back in there. Yeah, it would be really neat. That would be. They could. Uh, they could Jordan, uh, do. See get some now in there for you. Now, now I just want a, a dragon Shiva that mixes in like Dragon Song with Oblivion. Be very good. That'd be cool. Okay, hear like me out that. on this one. How about <laughs> a good King Mogglemog re-envisioning where you load into it and it's the final but fight what? here, and you no, hold on, listen to me. Okay, you, <laughs> this is important. This is crucial. You load into the arena. You, you can't even long. get through it. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. You have an hour-long timer. And to clear the fight, you have to sit in there listening to a non-toggleable version of that theme song for oh an God. hour without leaving the instance. There's no mechanics. That's a waste of my time. Wow. I thought you were going to say, um, because it, it is a fight that has you know, approximately eight things you have to murder. Uh, so you load in, mm -hmm. and all of the Moogles have Shiva boots on. And they also. Oh. Whoa, hold on. Okay. It's just it's just Moogles with like really long leggings, like and just giant. Yeah, they're just doing the, like the kick thing. They all come together. Um, yeah, I mean, if we need the Koopo element, you know, restored, then maybe if that's a thing, <laughs> the maybe element. the Koopo element. I think I think at this point though, like light like dark, Shiva. Dark. Yeah, we'll get Shiva. We don't that might light. be for that might be. For, you know that we might need be another six months out from Shiva though for for Eden. Depends on you know if they want to finish the elemental stuff and then do some more kind of Eden specific story stuff, or if they're gonna really just carry that the elements out into the last leg of stuff. Uh, we'll probably have. I feel one like we need a, a greater fight. Leg. We just do right. Oh yes. See, I'm so sad that Aldino isn't here today. <laughs> um. Maybe maybe Gaia is like a version of Ultimicia. Sure, she's a sorceress Why? of yeah. some kind. Yes. Yeah, she's being possessed by Ultimate. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, who knows? But yeah, so I I can't. I'm looking forward to. She does to... have like a Renoa esque duster almost, right? Or am I crazy? It's not. Yeah, she kind of does. Obvious, but it's she's got yeah. a duster. All right. Yeah. And if they want to keep getting some like eight tie-ins in there, yeah, 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 I could see it. Yeah. Need it. We'll just Need have it. to. Have to wait and see. Um, all right, next up, uh, we still have a lot to talk about. Uh, Ishgardian Restoration update. This is coming with patch five point two one, so you can get into Eden and get your MSQ done right away, and then give it another week, and you'll have uh, more Ishgardian Restoration. Uh, there will be more steps this time, so if you weren't able to participate in this stuff before, uh, don't worry because you'll be able to this time. Um, 
they're uh saying that you can theoretically um they are saying that uh starting around level 17 you'll be able to gather in the diadem um where they showed off a dommel mount so guess it can fly because flying dommels um and so this this was interesting so it's gathering um you can skyfish they said um as you gather you build up a thing that kind of looks like the limit break bar and then with with each charge you get a rocket launcher that you can use to kill the monsters in the area which then drop a bunch of materials so rocket launchers sounds good to me that sounds like the way that i want to learn how to level gathering and get into it they, they wouldn't give us hamlet after 1.0 but we got rocket launchers this for sounds Bottoms better and, and also better than throwing is, rocks this is like yeah. a crazy laser air bazooka and i love it <laughs> i remember throwing rocks on my botanist um i mean yeah it's I'm interesting wrong, there's something similar in original diadem I didn't do, so I did not no. do the original uh, diadem. No, there so original it? diadem, it was just a big open area where you would do fates and get uh, ethereal gear, which was randomized gear mm -hmm. that also had randomized glamours. And then they redid it, uh, and they added a, like, a group, I don't think it was classified as a fate, but it was, like, a big boss thing that you could trigger, and then everyone would have to go in, and Nobody at the time... It. Well, it's, it it was hard because it was it was like Baldessian arsenal levels of organization, right? You know, if you pull one thing, then you're gonna wipe the group. Um, but it did drop um, what was at the time the highest eye level uh, weapon, but For the like stats were randomized. Match. But the stats were randomized. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's always just been kind of a okay, kind of weird piece of content that didn't really make any sense, and that's why it's gone through. Uh, what will be now the third revision. Um, but yeah, it, it looks better now, hopefully, uh, you know, because it's just for gathering. And that's something that people used it for anyway already, was yep. just to go up and, and gather stuff. So just kind of emphasizing that and giving you rocket launchers, I think hopefully this third time will will be okay. Um, so ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's just, he's just, he's just up there and it pulls out a rocket launch. And you're like, What? <laughs> Okay. I hope it doesn't course, take long to charge. I hope I hope you can use it fairly. Well, now, you know, and now all the machinists are like, but but I I want that. Sorry, well, buddy. I mean, hey, level ninety, level ninety. Game at this we'll point, get, yeah, so they can just yeah. reuse it. There you go, level ninety. We'll get the the botanist rocket launcher. Um, they also showed a little bit of the Koopa of Fortune, uh, kind of scratch tickets that you'll be able to get. Um, where you'll be able to win a bunch of different rewards. Uh, one of them they showed off was the Eat Bread emote. If you've ever wanted to eat bread... Without having to have bread. Now you can. Um, which pairs nicely uh, this, this past week here on the Mog Station. There's the Toast emote. Um, so now you can drink and eat bread. But you gotta pay can't for it. can't believe it's $7. can't believe it's $7. It's ridiculous. I, and it's, it's annoying too, right? Because clearly these were developed at the same time, right? To be like used in tandem with one another. But no, you have to buy one of them because of course you do because it's the Mog Station. The better one um, in my opinion as well. I agree. Yeah. So that's a little frustrating, but it is what it is. Um, we're also going to be getting expert recipes um, with the patch as well. Um, and they also, in this, they said, um, you'll be able to kind of get like practice materials to kind of get a feel for, 
um, how they work and how what the difficulty is. Um, so that way you don't waste expensive materials, um, which is making me think of like 1.0 leave quests. And they're right? like, hey, can you make me these things? Here's all the stuff to make it. And the crafting so amazing. quests last time as well. Yeah. Those are so good. Um, there is also going to be the ranking system. Um, so rankings will take place for 10 days, starting with the release of patch 5.21. Uh, and the top ranked players will receive uh, special titles. Go get your materials together so, so you're ready. Yeah, you got to hit the ground running once uh, once that patch comes out if you want a title. Um, there will be <laughs> crafting system updates. Uh, they will be removing some abilities, it sounds like. They haven't told us what. Uh, so uh. some things will change. Um, we are going to be getting uh, the Skysteel uh, tools starting with patch 5.25. It's not all, it's not the battle classes that are getting relics. It's everybody. Um, you'll be able to get uh, primary tools for your uh, crafters that can be upgraded over multiple patches. You'll start the quest in the broom, um, and then, uh, you know, craft or gather stuff to enhance the tools uh, as time goes on. So, Like those uh, original ones. I don't know how I feel. I hope it's not exactly like the original ones, because those were just kind of annoying, in my opinion. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to see. See what they do with that. Um, Make it fun. There are material system changes. That's it. That's the bullet point. Uh, I don't know what those changes are. They showed something real quick. I didn't oh, get it. I know them. Oh my gosh. Look at Good. me go. This Yay. one, um, I know at least part of it, is that they are doing it so that um, rather than like when you're uh, trying to convert gear or like take part, like apart gear, you can just like oh, yeah. that, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Move it uh, and then it'll like reset the spirit yeah. bond level. So you can just oh, take it, right, they reset the, the You, you get the material without destroying the piece, so that if yes. you would like to right. keep the piece or turn the piece in, or That's I guess right. even desynth it, you can also do yeah. that as well as get the material out of it. Uh -huh. But I don't, so I go. don't think you can uh, then spirit bond it again. I don't think you can like use the same one over and over again. Not confirmed. I think they mentioned that though. Okay. Uh, fishing updates, because man, more more stuff for gatherers. Uh, ocean fishing is is on the way cute. i think it looks, looks so cute. cute yeah so uh this is content exclusive to fishers uh which can supposedly be done at level one so if you're like good. i haven't touched fishing i'm curious about this new content <laughs> you're good you're good to go you can jump right in um i want to get in a boat you will be able to board a ship uh at specified times and enjoy fishing on the high seas uh, you will receive experience and scripts based on uh, the fish that you catch. Uh, and if you meet certain conditions, passengers may discover a spectral current and have a chance for a big haul. We've talked about this before, about how since 1.0, they've had this ferry and yep. a route for it and whatever. Why has it not come back? And here it is! Yep. Please. And you can I fish on this. it. I love this! This will be so fun. And I like, too, that it's taking this, like, class that has sort of been its own weird little thing and giving it some kind of fun, new, interactive purpose. And the fact that you can go and, like, hang out with people. And that's what people always used to say, right? When they would take the... They loved it or when you would sort of travel because you could just sort of talk with people and have this chill time. And fishing is pretty much exactly that. 
from what I hear, because I haven't done any fishing in real life, but <laughs> you, you know, you sit, you talk, you chat, you have fun. I, and I think that'll be a really nice way to sort of give it something additional that's unique and that brings people together. And I'm so glad it can be done at level one because then you can really get in on it and enjoy it from the start. Yeah. And I, and I think too, for the, the fishing updates, I think I, I might be wrong, but I think what they said is you're not going to have to watch the poll anymore to, you know, hit to, to bring it up at a certain time. I think that's, that's part of it. Um, which, yeah, that feels a little weird. It's, I I feel like it, it opens the door for more bots. Yeah. Like you don't have to pay as much attention anymore. It's easier to Netflix and fish, I guess now. (laughs) It's easy already though. Like all you do is, is like peripheral. Oh, the lights bouncing. All right. Button done. Yeah. Um, so that is that, um, miscellaneous. I was going to say with that, because I don't think it was added. I think some of the rewards and things for that as well, they're adding in, aren't they, like, mounted mounted fish pictures or kind of things yeah. for the walls? Yeah, the the, uh, the pictures from the uh, fishing logs you'll be able to get as uh, paintings or something now to hang up on your in your house. They, so. they, they, it looks like the, the pictures in the fishing logs, like, like Rick was saying. Yeah. Like a little black and white print. So they're yeah. like, we didn't... Yeah really want to implement all this different fish stuff but you can have pictures of them that we already have made that's there pretty fun a little something yeah. that can share the ones that especially you yeah if you really like fishing if you can if, or if you're an rpr and you consider your character a fisherman there you go buddy yep just for you <laughs> yep. uh getting into miscellaneous updates now uh alligatobe sorts of allegory will be added um, you know, this is this is typical. Every couple patches, they get rid of one tombstone, bring in another. Um, there's going to be uh, new New Game Plus chapters. I believe these are for the 24 Man Raid series. I think they said um, there will be a rank increase for free companies. I've seen up to 30. Which That's is what I saw too. Huge. I was like, what? That's they never huge. have to update it ever again. Um, <laughs> and it will increase uh, your free company uh, chest space. I hope that they so. expand over. I don't, it's so tough. We've been talking about the free company debacle in some, you know, in some of our episodes, mm-hmm. and it's one of those yeah. things where I was so excited to see this, and I'm really glad. Yes, please give us more FC chess space. Um, I'm hoping that maybe with some of those ranks or down the road, if they still have their eye on this, we might see some more things added for you know those ranks with FCs or just maybe this is just a little indicator that they still have it, their it eyes. It only goes on it. up. It doesn't go up very high right now, right? It's like what eight or something? Eight. I want to say um, like eight. I think. Yep. Yeah, and to go to thirty, like, there's what? What's the in between there? Then is it just you can buy new stuff with you know from those? Uh, the hmm. there's like the FC credits you get. Um, I yeah, I'm really curious to see if if it's actually thirty. That seems huge. So there's mm-hmm. something else planned that they're not talking oh, about sure. yet. For, <laughs> for you know sure. maybe. All, you know, a free company alliance stuff. I think they they've mentioned is, is something they're still thinking about. Um, I hope it's stuff like uh, the the rates for your airships and your submarines, uh, like the gathering rates, just automatically get buffed or something like that. Mm. Because I still send those guys out trying to get materials for like yeah. candles or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that would be nice. Or even if like at higher ranks, you could have maybe even more actions toggled on. Or I mean. Uh, there's just higher, so many higher things you tier actions, it. higher tier. Yeah. So, even, so you yeah. don't have to do the aether wheel thingy. I yeah. don't know how many people actually do those. They're not that worth it. No, it's they're kind of a weird thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
And speaking of weird things within the social uh, elements of this game, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead real quick since we're on FCs already. There's an update for fellowships, and I started to read this, and I was I like, "I gotta leave. I'm really afraid." I'm like, they figured it out. Fellowships can now be viewed in the companion app. I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate it. Little all you had to do, way. Square, all you had to do was make it so we can search by name. That's the only update we needed to make these even a fraction of uh, making it worthwhile. But no, you decide to add it to the companion app that nobody uses. Thank yes. you. Thank and you. As Fusion has said here, the big, the big note on this is that it's been added to the companion app or it will be added to the companion app but you still you still cannot search you can't search you can't look for a name of a fellowship you can't search them alphabetically you can't do any of the things that are needed for basic functionality of locating or finding specified groups i it, it, i i have no words only only unhappy raptor noises <laughs> i just can't I'm really, I, just, I was yeah. worried about you. <laughs> I, <laughs> look, I wasn't expecting fellowships to become the great thorn. I was, I was, I was so excited when I started to read this bullet point during the live letter because I was like, "They're finally gonna address this." No, just no, no, not even no, no not even close. Thanks. Sorry, All right. I mean, how, I will continue to not care about fellowships. <laughs> it would be so good. It would be so good. We've talked about it. We don't have to rehash it all the way. But I mean, it just would be so good if, yes, they just bundled it into FCs. They just made it something where you could have a message board in game. You could leave messages back and forth. There were more message capacities. You could search them by interest groups. Or, I mean, if they really want them to be these, like, cross-world fellowship i mean like there's just so many problems with the way it's set up right now for finding yeah. one getting involved in one you can't you can't even communicate back and forth as if it were a cross-world link shell like it doesn't even have that reality so it's even if you join one you might still have to go join and get an invite for another cross-world link shell when you are online and the other person is online because you, you can't no. send out the invites otherwise like it's just the the, the social systems in this game are like it's like they're like red mages like they don't do anything particularly well but they're there and kind of like allow people to communicate burn friend <laughs> red Ouch. mages are getting an update by the way yeah right red that, mages are getting buffed you say that to a red mage's face after their damage is so high that they can blow you out of this universe well tr traditional red mage not 14 dps red mage traditional red mage right can do a lot of things master of none right that's what these are. FC, you want a house? You want some subs? You got that and a, and a, a way to talk. Cross-world link all shell? These, these you got a way to talk. Fellowships? You have a way to not talk. I... <laughs> yeah. But they you're need all to in there together, this. sharing an interest. Fellowships is the new Diadem 1.0. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, just, I think what gets me about fellowships, it's so silly, right? This is such an inconsequential thing. It's never going to mm -hmm. really affect your gameplay. It is not mm -hmm. content. It's not, you know, but it is this thing that from a team that, I mean, in so many ways does so many things exceptionally well to have this thing come out that has such just like, what is it for? Oversight. What, like, what, is, what gap is this supposed to fill? 
it's so incredibly flawed in a way that is mind-boggling to me. Like, it's it just blows my mind. So the fact that, I mean, again, like, this hasn't been addressed in some kind of way, but they're adding it to the companion app. I'm like, but you're not adding real-time communication, but you're not adding, you know, a way to not have it's to so weird. It's post so weird. a recruitment, but, but you can't also search it, but you can't, like... It's just these weird little design issues that are so frustrating. We'll, we'll, we'll need to we'll need to workshop this into a question if we see I, if we see Yoshida at PAX. I do have one <laughs> one good thing to say about okay. fellowships. Okay. At least they don't keep you from putting markers down mid fight. Oh. <laughs> Why do fellowships from, bring out the worst? Of from it? the team that brought you fellowships. <laughs> comes not being able to place markers mid-fight. I hate us all so much right <laughs> now. But, but if you want, you can search. If There's a UI option to search for the marker that you're looking for. I mean, but it's true, though. It's like these weird solutions for problems that aren't solutions at all, and that hinder well here, here's the, what they here's want the to thing, do right like, like with fellowships what was the problem what what need did they see and they're like oh yeah I, let's make fellowships i can answer that i feel the yeah like is is that free companies we now have a cross-world system but free companies are not cross-world and we have a bunch of what if that what if free companies can become cross-world at rank 20 see that's the thing i think that that is that's what something they should happen. just give us though Yes. That is correct. Not correct. You're right. absolutely yes. Yes. But I mean, that is the issue, right? It's like these weird things to address problems that are band-aids that somebody opened before they actually gave you the band-aid and like dropped on the ground in some dirt <laughs> and then gave you to patch your boo-boo. And they just brush so it off. I, They're like, well, this, this will be fine. Is who made the housing preview system? Because they need to make more things. <laughs> That's that's so beautiful. It's so good. It has it has a search function built in. If you don't know what the thing yeah. is called, sorry, but it also has categories. It's beautiful and lovely. Yeah, it's that would be so great. But I think that this is something that we need to see. I mean, we need to see all of this stuff just added in. Like why we we already covered it, but like why can't you just be in a cross-world free company, have those buffs go with you no matter where you are because now, you know, you go over uh. to visit another world and you just lose your, your free company gone. buffs Hate which it. is infuriating like why why can't you be in this and you know communicate oh. cross world why can't you invite people to the company or to the you know whatever communications mm -hmm. you have without them having to like be online why can't you search for free companies that are relevant to your interests and maybe even be in multiple free companies. Why can't, like, it's all these things that other MMOs have like realized and adapted, but because of some of the unique weirdness and holdovers and programming things and stuff that they're still trying to grow in 14, we just don't have. Its predecessor so has some of them. An 18 year old MMO makes it easier to find a group than Final Fantasy 14. Just just <laughs> let that sit in a little bit. So yeah, it's just it's very it's very strange to me. It's yeah. one of those things that I I wish yes, you could just as a player be like, "Hey, I love your game and it's so good." But what what? Is, I feel like what? I feel like we have this this 
extra level of judgment because the things that this game does well, it does so well. Yes. Yeah. And then there's yes. this, and it's like, what? <laughs> that's that's the thing, right? We're spoiled. They do so many really great things, and then every so often, there's like that eyebrow razor. And you're like, the hell are they thinking? <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. It's very weird. Um, so I hope that we see this changed and addressed and, you know, maybe, yeah. yes, with this cap, with this new level cap and stuff for FC ranks. Like, Things will be maybe... adjusted at some point. It could yes. be 5.3 and they're like, hey, free company alliances are now a thing. Or maybe it's something that they're looking at long term for 6.0. Yeah, you know, they're talking about stuff behind yes. the scenes. Yes. It's just a matter of how they want them to work together. Because right it's, now it's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's a it's, bunch of weird stuff. Yes, it's it's very likely that we will get nothing that has anything to do with this rank thirty for many many patches, and then yeah. But because they're letting us level now, when they finally implement the stuff, people will actually just get it immediately because you'll already be that rank. So it's kind of yeah nice that they're giving us a head start, even though we don't know what the heck it's for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think you're I think you're exactly right with that. Uh, anyway, getting away from <laughs> fellowships. Uh, it, was a, it was a great trilogy, not a great social implementation for 14. Um, we'll have a new course for Leap of Faith. Uh, we're going to go to the floating city of Nim out there in Lenosia. So I you love can this. I don't really like jumping jump around the little floating bits. I like being able to see more of this area because it's always been one of the most. It's a cool, areas, it's a cool little area. Yeah. Yeah. I like how uh, uh, when, when they were in the puzzle, they looked down and it, it was that part of yeah. the map. Yeah. Not just, not just you know, smoke or whatever. It's Yeah. Now, they, they, they copy paste it and then they add the jumping stuff yeah. and it's still a different zone. And yeah. yeah. Reminds me, Leap of Faith is still directly tied because I have not done this and I'm going to, because I'm terrible at jump puzzles and I never beat the Kugate jump. I'm not tower. great. Oh, I I, I've it. never gotten to the top, top of that damn so, tower. I'm terrible at that. It's still tied yeah. to Gold Saucer, right? And it is on a yeah. timer, so like you have yep. to go to the Gold Saucer, and it has to pop up. It's it's just it's another gate. You go into the Gold Saucer, it's a gate, and then it'll it'll take you to you know one of magical teleportation. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I I'm glad that they're still adding stuff to Gold Saucer. I think it would be super fun if they also had some kind of like optional, like if you're somewhere relevant, you could like instance into one of these JPs and just do it because I think that would be kind of fun as like a, a way just to enjoy it. Yeah. Practice. I don't always Yeah, I mean I just don't always spend an insane amount of time in the gold saucer. So well, for the, me like the, the plus side is that stuff is on a timer. You do know when they're gonna true. pop. So you if just go when they're doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just don't know which gate is gonna pop up is all. Yeah. But um, you know, with the addition of this, they're gonna throw it into rotation to make sure that that one pops up more frequently. So, yeah, you're you're like dancing over there for the next part. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, somebody likes the gold saucer. Uh, so <laughs> years and years and years ago, at the Frankfurt Fan Fest, Yoshida said that they were going to add umbrellas into the game. You talked about them maybe being a mountain. You could fly around like Mary Poppins. So we have good news and not so good news. Uh, we are getting umbrellas added to the game. They are coming with the next patch, but they are not mounts. Instead, they're just some weird little special action toggle thing. But you can use them while you're on a mount. Can you? You can't. Oh. <gasps> I 
missed that. I missed that. Uh, I saw that on Mog Mog's translation. Yeah, That's so there you go. fun. I mean, I like it. I like anything that lets me just be and have a fun time. You know, it's one of those things. Like it's. <laughs> It's it's so it's so unnecessary, but you know you're gonna see people walking around with umbrellas anyway. Yeah, and well, I mean yeah. they talk about how uh, the the team who was implementing it had to figure out how to have the the rain not hit you in the head, but hit you in the feet. I love that. So, so it's not Such like when you're weird... standing. It, well, yeah. it's like it's not when you're standing under a ledge and you're just completely dry because. I mean, in real life, when you're walking around, you're dry and your feet are totally wet under an umbrella. I mean, it's the exact same thing that made it so that the first time I ever went into, like, Curthis, I went, oh, I need to put a coat on my little body. And this is before I was even actively RPing again in the game. I was like, oh, my little body's so cold, so I put a coat on, you know? You even see it in, like, Daddy of Light, Dad of Light. You see his dad go in and he's like, oh, my character's cold. I think we all have these reactions because these characters are avatars in a world. And so there are these moments, whether or not you RP, where you are standing someplace and it starts pouring and this thought yeah. like crosses your mind or you're like, oh no, my little friend is getting wet. Like my character is getting doused and I'm just standing here. So it's funny you mentioned that one. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I mean, while it's completely inconsequential and affects nothing, there is still something really fun about knowing that like, the way that you exist in the digital space can feel even a little bit more realistic. It's cute. Mm. It's real cute. It is real cute. <laughs> I was going to say, it's funny you mentioned the cold thing. Um, I was doing the dance request on an alt, and uh, when you go to Ishgard with the dancer in the dancer AF, she's like, it is so cold. How do you deal with this? Yeah. <laughs> so they, they add details like that in all of the time. Yeah. I love it. The secret is I'm always cold. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the answers were something like you get used to it, or and or I I I'm very cold also. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So that is it for the bulk of the live letter. We did have one announce. Well, we had a few announcements. Uh, a lot of it's pertaining to to JP only. Unfortunately, uh, they're doing a collab for uh, Ilmeg themed hotels. You get a beaver mug. Uh, primals are coming back for for uh, uh, I think one or two shows. Just a real quick thing, uh, and we have dates and locations for Fan Fest. So this is this has been a big question mark that we've we've been having for a while. Um, NA will be first again, which is all right. Hope maybe we'll get a three job expansion and not just like here's yeah. Beast Tamer, it's a limited job. I mean, oh, I'm an okay. Yoshida I'm walks onto the stage with a sheep. <laughs> I'm gonna count this on <laughs> one hand because look, I'm so excited that it's like this year and it's coming up. I can't wait to yeah. go to it and I'm so excited to see everybody and it's gonna be great. Yes, I do very much hope that they give us a little something more because in the past. It has usually been the case that they try to ramp up the hype between the three. And unfortunately, the first one just does not really like we get usually maybe what, like one thing that is kind of like a well, see, so and then the, not as much info about others. The, arg the argument, right, is we get we get the reveal, right? What's it called? What's where's the teaser? And it's not like that's not information. Yeah. But, you know, especially you look at, like, Shadowbringers, right? It's like, all right, here's here's this thing, 
and the first iteration of it too though like as it goes yeah along, it gets a little bit better over time right and they you know it's like oh we're taking the fight to garlemald and all this stuff and then two fan fest later but we're not actually going to garlemald wait what what was that whole <laughs> presentation you gave us in vegas uh, you know, it's it's that that thing of of they got to be real careful how they set expectations, and we saw this with you know the whole Hrothgar Vera thing that was handled terribly, um, but yeah. So NA is first. Hopefully, we get something that's not a limited job reveal, um, like an actual job, not a T-shirt. Actually, like hey, here's chemist or something. Like mm-hmm. that's that's really what I want from a fan fest. Um, I if don't foresee it. Yeah, if they stick to tradition, I don't see it either. It is in San Diego, though. We have a bigger venue. Yes, yes. So it is going to be at the San Diego Convention Center, um, uh, November 6th and the 7th. So uh, not Vegas, uh, which, you know, a lot of people were like, if they they needed a bigger venue, um, and we talked about this a little bit, they would probably go into California. Um, I would have figured LA, Anaheim. um, You look at the dates, though. That might be the same weekend as BlizzCon. Um, <laughs> so if you enjoy Warcraft and 14, I... Mm, sorry. Drive three uh, hours away. There you go. Take the train. I hear the train is, is nice. Um, but yeah, so that's that's rough timing wise. Um, but again, you know, that's place, a place they could find with the space they needed, and that's the time that they had. So that's when yeah. we're doing it. Um, and I mean, it's a beautiful area. There's a lot to see and yeah. do. I know a lot of people who are already planning, you know, like longer trips around it. Um, oh, yeah. I know for anybody who may not have gone before, this will be my first year officially going. But I mean, as a heads up, uh, make sure that you reserve stuff early. Like everybody at Gamerscape's already, you know, talking about stuff. But yeah, we, we've got hotels hotel booked already. Um, yeah. At some point, um, I'm sure that they'll release uh, details about, you know, hotel deals and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, a lot of people are already booking that stuff now, booking flights. Um, I I do want to issue just a little warning, though. Um, The the venue space, I I think some people are saying uh, it's supposed to be double of what this last NA Fan Fest was. Um, And I I don't think I don't remember the, the numbers right offhand. It will be bigger. There will be more people to go. But uh there is always the chance as much as it would suck that you will not get a ticket um and so i know the previous fan fest every year there's always that one person on reddit that is just livid because they couldn't get a ticket their friends couldn't get them a ticket and now they have this flight they can't refund so don't buy the flight wait till you get the tickets be smart about this guys make sure that you get something (laughs) that you can refund right like a lot of hotels will have like read over everything you can find a hotel that you can book that doesn't have a deposit that's required and that has like very clear cancellation policies so just make sure you read that make sure that you know if you're tight on money and you're like oh i'm gonna book that flight because i'm definitely going so you book a flight that is non-refundable and non-cancelable or non-changeable that like you realize that you may just lose out on that four hundred dollars or whatever it is that it's gonna yeah. cost you. you I know? mean that that's the thing, right? With with FanFest, it's like you see FanFest and you and your friends, it's like it's like hype mode extreme, right? Um which is awesome. Be excited. But try and take a breath before you start booking stuff um that you that may not be, be able to unbook. Yeah, uh, it, it's just, you know, it doesn't happen to a lot of people, but I feel like every time a fan fest pops up, there's always at least one or two people I see that are just 
absolutely pissed to like to the max yeah. about you know well, i couldn't get a ticket now i have this hotel room and flight that i can't do anything with well that's your own damn fault i hate to say it so just take a minute like, you know plan accordingly there are issues on both sides because i mean as we've talked about before in past years the way that some of this has been handled or like anticipated or the way that yeah. like some of those judgment calls about like the demand for something like this in NA and the limited amount of social gathering opportunities that we get, especially with like the North American community. Um, I mean, of course people want to do it. And I don't think that Square has always been really proactive about making sure that people can be accommodated, right? And so like even, you know, one, I tried to go to it, but the website was just exploding. Like you couldn't even yeah. get to the page to even get a ticket. Like well, and and you know then people were saying they had codes to get in, but they didn't need the code. There was all sorts of issues yes, that people yes. were talking about with the tickets, so, and so fingers you know, crossed I, this year is better. <laughs> and they've you yeah. know they have a new center, they have a better you know like understanding. We have seen of, them uh, improve at least a little yeah. bit every year. There, yeah, yeah. Places yeah. Where they have problems. I was I was just gonna say yeah, merch right is is the yeah. historically absolutely terrible thing. Beautiful machine but, now. But last year they absolutely nailed it. Um, and so you know also last year they had issues with the ticketing stuff, um, and availability. This year there's gonna be more space, so hopefully they also make the the ticket stuff a little bit better. So. I, I mean, I, I think it'll happen. Um, hopefully it's not a, uh, you know, Paris Fan Fest experience where they think it's going to be amazing and it turns out just as bad or worse than it was the last year. Um, but I, I have I have faith. I have faith that it'll, it'll go well. I mean, you know, I don't know what the demand is going to be. Obviously, more people are playing the game now than they were last Fan Fest. Um, so, yeah, I mean, talk talk to your friends, you know, plan plan to, you know, get in a queue, get tickets for everybody, and it's, you know, fingers crossed, right? Yeah. Good luck, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, I mean, I want to see them sell out because this is, this is oh, costly it, it, for them. It, it will sell out. Yes, it's... but I hope that everybody who wants to go gets to go also. Right, yeah. There was, I think it was the... The first, the first fan fest they did, where you could still get tickets for a little bit, like after the initial rush, uh-huh. which is nice, right? If you know, if you forgot or whatever, you can still get in. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't know how it's gonna go. <laughs> We're just gonna have to wait and see. I, you know, I don't know if they'll do uh, you know, systems like they've done before. If they'll do uh, a lottery thing, or uh, yeah. you know. It, it's rough, but I mean they they do that stuff in Japan all the time. The the um the the fan they gatherings did it at for PAX best hotel actually this past year. Mm. Yeah, the, the fan gatherings at PAX East are lottery. <laughs> yeah, so who knows? Um, so that's that's first NA uh November sixth and seventh in San Diego. Um, after that um we have Japan up uh, December nineteenth and twentieth. They are in Nagoya this time around, not Tokyo. Um, and they are going to be at the Aichi Sky Expo. Um, and then last uh, is Europe, uh, February 20th and oh 21st. God. As we predicted, this will be in London since they did London, they did Frankfurt, they did Paris. We're back to London again. Um, at, this will be at Excel London. So uh, spread out just like they normally are. We'll have a patch in between all that. Um, so there you go. San Diego, November 6th and 7th for NA. We'll be there. We hope uh, that we'll see you guys there. 
I thought you were going to say we'll be there, we hope. We'll be there. <laughs> I hope we'll be there. I... Oh, I'll be there. Standing outside the door. Hi. Hi, guys. Hey, can I can I come in? <laughs> yep. Wearing 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 my my fan fest shirt from last year. See, I I play the game. Can I can I come in and see? I want to. Um. Oh, no. <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh. That is the end. That's the last announcement. Uh. So anything else that we want to throw in here? I'm excited. That's all. I am very excited. Five point two looks like I'm going to Disney before FanFest. I'm very excited. My wallet, not so much, but I am very excited. Game related. I mean, I'm excited too for uh, for PAX East coming up this month. Yes. I I know Fusion and I are going to be out there, and I mean, there's a lot more happening for Final Fantasy than we thought. So, I mean, that's just going to be amazing to get to see everybody and and get a little bit hyped and uh, hear everything that. Not one, but two fan gatherings yeah for both for it's both crazy so. we asked crazy and they delivered yeah so there you go um that'll do it uh if you want i'm like where, 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 what are we at? what are we doing uh, if no we're good uh, if you want, you can email us at AetherRightRadio at Gamerscape.com. Tweet at us at AetherRightRadio. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Discord at Gamerscape. Uh, Discord.gg slash Gamerscape. We have an AetherRightRadio channel. If you want to talk to us about the show, if you have questions, you can also email us, tweet at us, hit us up on Discord, talk to us in the Twitch chat. Uh, if you guys have questions, I know uh, we did do our uh, Ask AetherRightRadio, uh, Dear AetherRightRadio uh, stuff for the last couple episodes. We're always taking questions. If you guys have questions, uh, make sure to send them over. And that's going to do it for this week. Next week uh, should be prelim patch notes. Uh, so we'll go over those and uh, see what's coming. Uh, it won't have job details because they're skipping those because it induces stress, yeah. apparently. But uh, hopefully we'll talk about uh, the prelim patch notes it's, here next it's week. It's just a game, guys. Don't get stressed just, out of our game. jobs. Come on. I want to know what happens. I but I need to, to be excited and not stressed. I, I need to know to how... It. I need to know how they're taking Summoner down a peg. I just have to know. Uh, so Maybe that's why. Because up until now, they really haven't done nerfs a whole lot. So they're like, oh my mm. gosh, people are going to freak out over this actual nerf. Well, I mean, they did say, though, didn't they, with the live letter that... Like, they're just going to remove down... Phoenix. They're, yeah, they're deleting Summoner from the game. <laughs> Charles is like, and... I'm not playing this anymore. <laughs> they're personally why? targeting Charles and victimizing him. No. I mean, I think from what I saw, and I, I'm not 100% sure, but um, they said mostly that it's probably going to be like fine-tuning the summoner buffs, uh, sorry, debuffs. Okay. Um, so like taking mm-hmm. down that like that dot potency a little bit. Um, but then they I also like mentioned you. that they're looking to like bring other classes a little bit closer to where summoner is currently sitting. At least so, in range, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So hopefully that kind of applies to everything as opposed to just like tearing down the things you love they're going to be trying to just keep everybody you know pretty strong and, and going well it's gonna be okay unless you want to play markers mid fight then you're in trouble or you want to <laughs> socialize with your fellowship <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for us this week we will see you here next week thanks for joining us guys have a great week everybody bye guys